going to dedicate this one not only to the jury in the Crypto 6 trial, but also to the feds. Down rat, evil fly, circling shit a mile high. You don't deserve a goddamn thing for Christmas. Greedy slug, selfish prick, smiling wide, convinced you're slick. You don't deserve a goddamn thing for Christmas. Walking on the backs of the weak Your karma drives a dead end street It makes no difference to me I'll let it go Anything for Christmas Evolution, forget that Climate change, your wallet's fat You don't deserve a goddamn thing for Christmas It is Beard Talk Live can you hear me, sir? I can hear you. I can hear you as and well. And that song requires dedication. I, it does. I did, uh, ded- in the audio-only version, you'll hear me, before the song kicks in, say something to the effect of, this is dedicated to not only the jury, but also the feds in the Crypto 6 case. Amen. And so that's my dedication to them. That is a song from a band called Polka Dot Cadaver. And if, you, if it wasn't clear, the chorus was you don't deserve a goddamn thing for christmas because they absolutely do not not in any way shape or form (sighs) i i i'm fucking mad at the jury i'm right disappointed in myself for allowing me to have a glimmer of hope that the (sighs) united states federal government's system of justice could possibly ever give us justice well that and that I allowed myself to think that because we're in New Hampshire and it's the live free or die state, that somehow uh, a jury would be more prone to not just taking government's word for things and actually reviewing the goddamn evidence, uh, which I don't believe Wouldn't they fucking did. Nice. I don't believe they did at all. Uh, the 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 trial itself ended. Uh, and they were excused to deliberate at approximately 3 p.m. And the next day at 1 p.m., they had a verdict. Now, 
So they stopped at five that first day. So they only had two hours. So that was probably enough time for them to uh, discuss what their schedule was going to be for deliberations, elect the chairman, uh, and possibly think about how they were going to go through the evidence for each charge as the judge instructed them to do. Right. So then the next day they come in, they probably got a free breakfast. They probably got free fucking coffee. You know, that kind of a thing. Uh, and then uh, they spent the morning doing something. Lord only knows what. Uh, it couldn't have been going through all of the fucking evidence mm. because if you wanted to go through all of the evidence for each of the eight charges, it certainly would have taken you more than four fucking hours in the one morning. So right. then they went to fucking free lunch, right? And then they're like, you know what? Let's hang this fucking guy and get the fuck out of here so we can go Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. So, uh, to you, the jury, you don't deserve a goddamn thing for Christmas. Yeah. You did not do your fucking job. The thing that absolutely blows my mind about the jury selection was that they made sure no one knew anything about Bitcoin. Well, like, to some extent, the defense could have, or, you know, the... Uh, the the attorneys could have brought like cryptocurrency expert teacher types to come in and attempt to educate the jury oh, on, tried, on how how cryptocurrency oh, works. That. Yeah, you, you know. Um, so like, I mean, that's a hindsight thing, though, right? Guilty on all counts, right? So I'm pretty sure that there's nothing that could have been brought in, no expert testimony uh, that would have convinced this jury otherwise. This was not. Uh, convictions because the evidence overwhelmingly supported there was tons of reasonable doubt all, all over each of the charges and uh, you know i i had no expectations but guilty all across the board that's just them going no he's he's an asshole fuck him besides we got christmas dinner to get to yeah. fuck this guy in particular let's kick him in the balls and get our fucking christmas on well so your your incentives are absolutely perverse so you you are best served by doing this quickly. So you can quickly come to a yes or a no. And one of the questions, and you have to, and, and basically if you want this easy, it's got to be all yeses or all nos. Okay, what are we doing? Let's get this done with. Okay, well, one of the questions is, does he owe taxes? Now, I hate to say it, but there is a cruelty that gets seated in those who are abused and uh, everyone yes. and, and everyone who is a partial slave because i mean they say oh taxation is theft yeah, it's not untrue they do say that they they say oh well taxation is is extortion well that's not untrue either they say that too but taxation is slavery in part it is and i mean well government if you're is a one percent slave you're a slave right and they've decided on something like 30%. So every yeah. single person who has ever had an untold amount of their human potential like, ripped out of their hands and put to God only knows what, probably murdering brown kids on the other side of the planet. Yeah. Well, for certain. When you get hit and you see this guy's not getting hit, you, you want him to get hit. So, all right, well, because, you know, is there anyone on earth that knows what the rules are for taxes? Well, certainly the jury does not. Uh, and also they were showed 
you know, from within the legal system, uh, it's a legitimate method for not paying taxes, right? Uh, not only uh, does the Shire Free Church uh, organize itself in the structure in which it does, but every other church does too. The difference is, is that uh, the Shire Free Church decided not to be a 501c3. And so, well, 501c3 doesn't apply to it. Outside of, like, I mean, but that's it. That's the the legal workings. That's the mechanics of the laws that have been laid out, right? Uh, they, they went to full lengths to get a legal opinion on what they were doing with the Bitcoin vending machines in advance, right? Uh, they were made aware that there was an investigation and, you know, they didn't run, they didn't hide, right? Like, nobody ever showed up at the door and knocked and was like, hey, uh, we think you're doing this. Uh, can you tell us how you're not? Right? That would have been a good place to start. Right. Right. I mean, this show is 20, the, the show before us, Free Talk Live. This is Beard <laughs> Talk Live, by the way. Christmas Eve. What fucking year is it? 2022? Not for long. Yeah. Uh, so Free Talk Live has been on the air 20 fucking years, right? a couple of decades. It's not like it's going to stop tomorrow, all right? Like right. somebody could have come by from from any of these agencies, the IRS, right? They could have come by. They could have sent an actual letter which they never did, right? To say, "Hey, uh we noticed you didn't file for these this four-year period. How come? Do you have a return? You know, what what up?" Right? They could have just been they could have inquired but they did not. Instead, they send uh, what looks like a military fucking team of people into the studio to smash in the windows to uh, terrorize the tenants that pay rent here. The otherwise peaceful people, by the way, uh, that, that well, live in this building besides having the studio here. Well, as George Washington pointed out, government is force. It is. Now, what you describe, oh, well, like you could have called in. I mean, sent a letter, that seems to be your way. I mean, hell, you could have just gotten on Twitter for fuck's sake, something. Oh, well, all of that, that sounds like talking. And the government ain't one for talking. That's not yeah. what they do. Yeah, they they don't like to they don't like to use words right. to yeah, even solve a problem. There is one solution that they seek with words, and that is how are we going to keep these people under our reign? And they will talk to other world leaders about that. I mean, you can get in if you've, if you've got the $3,200 that it takes for a World Economic Forum banquet ticket. But uh, otherwise, you know. But, uh, <laughs> sorry. Well, and, I had to throw some humor in there. I'm, I, I am genuinely upset. Yeah. Uh, genuinely. Absolutely. I, I, can't, I was inconsolable. I'm not even sure... <sighs> Uh, there was a, a restaurant across the street from the courthouse. I, I didn't dress for the courthouse that day. That is to say, I dressed normally, you know, with like a belt with metal in it. I carried a knife in my pocket, you know. I had keys on me, right? I was able to take my phone with me wherever I went, unlike when you go to federal court and you basically, I mean, it's like, it's almost like going through the TSA, really. You still got to go through a fucking machine. You got to have them x-ray all your shit. Fucking, you can't, you know, uh, they basically pantsed me twice. Uh, the first two days that I attended because I had to take off my belt, you know what I mean, and then put it back on after can I'd like hold my pants up with one hand while I went through the little fuck dance monkey, dance monkey. That's right, I did the fucking Show monkey your dance. Obedience. I did the fucking monkey dance. Surrender for these your life. 
give us your phone and we'll just, you know, leave it on a table. So the way I see this whole thing is just they pulled 13 chains because you don't have a choice about being on the jury. That's not how this works. Well, technically they pulled 16 chains. Yeah, 13 mattered. 12. Sorry, 12. Yeah. They pulled 12 chains and said, hey, should we put chains on this one? Well. Yeah. Yeah. What do so, you think? Was sounds like happen, a democracy, doesn't it? Like, you know, uh, the majority gets yeah. the way. Gets to force the minority to their preference. Like. Seems to be what we've done throughout history, huh? <laughs> hey, that one's not human. We can do anything we want to him, right? The uh, the lawyers for the prosecution. Uh, one of them was just like, I don't know, he just struck me as just like sort of a big dumbo who's accidentally working for the state somehow. You know, maybe somebody called a favor in his dad or something. was like, hey, give my kid a job. And somehow he became a, a, one of the prosecuting attorneys. I don't know. Hmm. But he just like. Sort of the Hunter Biden of the prosecution team. I think so. And then. Uh, the lady, well, I mean, she's just got a control freak streak to her. Uh, and then the dude, uh, the other dude who made the closing arguments is he has no fucking life outside of the courtroom, mm-hmm. right? He lives for the moment when he gets to give the closing argument because that's the biggest he is ever going to feel in his fucking life, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that That's that's how they struck me as personality types. Uh, the judge... I read his wiki, and I was like, ah, fuck. He's a, he's a sporto. He's a jock, right? Uh, he's a, a wrestling coach, and he also referees boxing matches, right? So his personality was one of, like, a referee analyzing, you know, a football game, right? Mm. You know what I mean? To him, he's watching a game, and he gets to blow a whistle or throw a flag every now and again, mm-hmm. you know, make it feel like he's earning his money. But really... <laughs> It's up to the jury. So what the fuck else is he going to do but listen and butt in every now and again mm. and make some suggestions to the prosecution, mm. right? He never made suggestions to the defense, <laughs> right? But he was giving suggestions away to the well, prosecution. I mean, didn't they tell us growing up the way our system is built, it is better that a thousand guilty men go free than one innocent man be put in jail. <laughs> jury never heard Boy, that fucking shit. Boy, it sure shit. don't fucking look like it. The jury never heard that shit. They, they they never heard that phrase. I guarantee it. If they did, they didn't remember it. I hope none of them motherfuckers are religious. I really do. Because uh, if they are, they've just screwed themselves. If this type of thing holds up where, where uh, somebody can deem what is and isn't a real church, I mean, I thought we had separation of, of church and state. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Oh, no. So but the rules are no. actually... But apparently the, no. The state gets to select whichever 13 people it feels are appropriate to make that decision there. Yeah. Or who get, is that really worshiping God? Well, we will determine who will determine that. Oh, the government wants to be your God and tell you that you cannot be a thing unless you get their fucking permission. Yeah. And to select an entire jury that does not own Bitcoin. Like, that was one of the requirements. Like, Yeah, why would you select that jury? If it's supposed to be a jury of your peers, shouldn't they be in your community? Right. I mean, 
I don't know if you've noticed what with the half decade you've spent spying, but we think this is important. What with it being our only tool with which to wage peace. So, yeah, it's a defining feature. Now, not everyone in my community has Bitcoin, but it's the wild majority because that is peace. And my community is peace. We want to talk our problems out instead of jailing and murdering and stealing and tricking everyone. It's obviously not popular to be uh, to desire peaceful resolution. Turns out to problems, uh, voluntary resolutions to problems. Not popular. We took a vote. Yeah, uh, I you know, and I'm I'm a little mad at myself too uh, for. Uh, having a moment of hope, knowing what I know about how government operates, knowing what I know about how government feels about people who speak out against it. Yeah. Uh, to think that I had a moment of hope, uh, I feel pretty pretty shitty. Uh, but at the same time, like human beings can't live without hope. You know, you you need some yeah. of it. So I'm not kicking well, myself too hard, but I don't know. But man. shame on me for thinking that the the state wasn't just going to railroad the fuck out of this case. I don't know, man. Honestly, at this point, life is a veil of tears. But here's the thing: it doesn't matter. You don't have to rely on life treating you fairly to approach it whatever way you decide to approach it. Yeah, and I mean. I've been on the downside of what I thought was brilliant to point out as a sin mm-hmm. of discouragement. And that's what despair is. It's a kind of discouragement. Yeah. And right there is where the solution is. The problem wasn't that this shouldn't be discouraging. The problem was that I didn't have the courage to go through it anyway. Like, yeah, you know, it's a veil of tears. What are you going to do? Juggle? Well, and the or message maybe try and bend some of it toward peace. Definitely. The the message that I would like to uh, because we know the feds are listening to Free Talk Live, uh, you know, if 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 we're awesome enough for them to be listening to us too. Sweet, here's my message. You didn't stop Bitcoin. Yeah. You didn't stop it today. You're not going to stop it tomorrow. Uh, you're not going to stop it the next day, the next week, the next year. It It is outside of your ability to stop. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, this is probably the biggest victory that they will ever have against it. Uh, you know, I actually think things like based on what I've seen now and, and how I'm not even saying this is the biggest victory they've ever had. No. I'm saying that moving forward. It just gets littler and littler. No, it's going to get worse and worse. Like, you think? oh yeah, uh, the state is not going to go quietly. They know <laughs> That's that true. they know cryptocurrency is a threat to the entire bureaucracy because they know the blockchain can do books better than they can, and they can be searchable and open to the public at any time. A service they are not willing to provide us. You cannot go get a report card on how the state is doing on any amount of data that you want at any time. That's not how government currently works. Right. Uh, you have to do a FOIA request, and then you get redacted bullshit, and you can't access some things, and some things you can only access if you're a member of the press, and they have all this fucking crap around it. Well, see, what you're describing in the first place uh, would be what's called 
providing good service yeah. in justice. Yeah. Like, it's a real, real simple principle that people don't skulk off to the shadows to start doing good things. That's just not how we're wired. No, you, the things that you are willing to be accountable for, you don't mind doing in daylight. So right. the fact that there are no recordings outside our esteemed colleagues of this ritual that we perform of punishment. Right, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, that that's a prime example. Like, they would not allow cell phones in the courtroom at all. No, that's not true. They allowed... Anybody who worked for the federal government to have cell phones, and I think uh, they allowed the defense, first class citizens I I to have def- cell phones. The defense attorney was also allowed uh, to have a, a cell phone and a laptop. But everybody else who was visiting, uh, if you were for the defense, uh, you had to get pantsed. Uh, you had to, you know, strip down to, you know, whatever until they were satisfied. You had no metal on you. Uh, and then have everything else x-rayed. Uh, you could not bring in uh, things like a pocket knife, uh, a weapon. Uh, and if you did have a cell phone, they would take it from you and put it on a table. Yeah. Where anybody who walks out could just grab any cell phone, including yours, yeah. and also do whatever the hell they wanted to with your cell phone while you're upstairs watching the, the thing go on. And I don't want my cell like, They're already spying on us and, through our cell phones. And but, how much of your life is in that damn thing? Yeah. I mean... <sighs> How crippled are you when it breaks down? Yeah. Like, it's pretty rough. Yeah. But that that's the thing. Like, this unholy anti-church is a completely different jurisdiction, to use a figure of speech. Like, in this world, you get to, like, take pictures of people doing things. Yeah. Oh, different world now. No, no, this is in, in the inner sanctum. And then the jury will go away to the Holy of Holies, the most unseen place. Well, gee, seems to me like you wouldn't be having them skulk off to the shadows to do something nice. Oh, the government doesn't do nice things. Cause that's, and that's the thing. It's all secrets and secrets. And every secret is another source of our power. Like what? What could even be misconstrued as government doing a nice thing? Uh, food stamps, right? That Welfare. Could, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, we're doing I mean, this this nice thing, right? Like that word actually used to mean like it would fare wellness, right? Yeah. Uh, government actually by providing food stamps disincentivizes you, the listener, you, the individual. From being charitable. It, you believe... It makes it impossible to be charitable. You believe that by the existence of government and the existence of something that is called a food stamp program, you believe that you have done your part because you pay taxes and that program exists. You don't feel like you have to be directly charitable to people who are fucking hungry or homeless or whatever, right? Food stamps specifically. Let's just talk about hunger, right? So it's not until the government gets the fuck out of the way Mm -hmm. that actual charitable organizations can come in and do a much better fucking job at making sure hungry people get fucking fed. And, And speaking of hunger, human beings, the ones who aren't sociopaths or aren't pretending to be sociopaths, 
hunger to do good to one another. We have a desire built into us that, that makes us feel what we see in other people. And if it makes us feel bad when we see it in other people, we, we crave helping them. And what government gives us is not food for that craving. No. No. They hand you cigarettes. Suppress that hunger. This will help. Uh, being a, uh, a formerly poor child, uh, I'm familiar with the five-pound block of government cheese. I've, I've had it. It's not very good. Uh, I've also had... Uh, Close uh, enough for government work? Gov- government wouldn't give us milk, but they would give us this box of white powder. It wasn't cocaine. Uh, it was known as powdered milk. And I actually was, like powdered milk. It was basically like white food coloring that you mixed with water, <laughs> and it didn't taste anything like milk at all. It did help, like if you had a box of like mac and cheese, if you added like, I don't know, a half a cup of powdered milk to the mac and cheese, it really dialed it in. But that's just me making do with like the government welfare that, you know, I was on at the time as a child. I wasn't personally on it. My, my mother was on it. So like, but that, you know... Government gave us food, literally, and it was awful, hmm. you know. Uh, but it also disincentivized uh, the rest of the anybody in the family. Really, like, oh, she's on food stamps, so they're getting food, right? It yeah. disincentivized them from like, I should bring them some food, right? right. You know what I mean? Like, if they, if they care about their, their own family or whatever, like they would want to take care of them. And it wasn't like they didn't have the resources to do anything like that. They totally did. But once the knowledge was gained that, oh, food is taken care of, it disincentivized any more charitable contributions, even from the immediate uh, Dunbar number, right? Well, and I'm glad you bring up the Dunbar number there because like what they are doing here is they are saying, we are chief of every tribe. We will be the provider patriarch of every social gathering, no matter how big or small. We will take that from you. You will not be allowed to help each other. You will be forced to give to us, and we will give to you. And wow, what an amazing way to extract the virtue from being charitable. All right, so I didn't write this. I changed a couple of words to make it easier for me to read. Uh, Somebody else wrote this. Uh, If they want me to reveal who they are, they can let me know, but uh, I'm just going to read this, and I'll stop along the way. There's like four things here. This is regarding the trial. This is regarding the outcome. Essentially, the state said that Bitcoin constitutes money and that sending it is a three-party exchange. It isn't. And thus requires a license. So that's one of the things that, you know, I mean, of course, appeals are going in. So. Right. But because. So every Amazon order. Better have a license to transmit can imagine, money. Can you imagine if they made coming not from Amazon? Can, oh no! Can you coming imagine, from the buyer? Yeah. Can you imagine if they they made everyone get a money transmitting license? Yes. To, to do Bitcoin. Yes. Like you can't crypto unless you buy our license. Some and somehow Honestly, they enforce that. So I I am. Still, I don't think they can enforce that. I am still and remain of the opinion they are never going to tell you what the rules are. 
But if they were going to tell us what the rules are, I think it would be something like, well, are you an accredited investor? Now, what is an accredited <laughs> investor, you might wonder, because that's not a thing for the rest of us. Throwing fucking oh, titles around. Oh, it means you have a million bucks. Yeah. That's it. That's all it means. You have, you have a million bucks, and you filled out all of our paperwork to become an accredited investor. And if they ever actually set a bunch of rules, I damn near guarantee you that that will be the requirement for any trades in cryptocurrency. I'm sure, like we always like to talk about crypto here, so I'm sure we'll talk more about crypto. But they also basically ruled that the Shire Free Church isn't a real church, and therefore ministers are subject to tax on church proceeds. Now, uh, the attorney for the defense pointed out eloquently that all of the necessary legal hoops to be a church were jumped through. The necessary paperwork was filed and signed. The necessary fees were paid according to the state of New Hampshire. Mm. And so, therefore, uh, they're a legitimate New Hampshire church. Well, right? and, and other people were saying things like, well, you know, churches have a place where you can gather. Well, we gather here. I'm sure everybody knows what a radio ministry is. I'm sure everybody knows what a, a televangelist is. So here's the pulpit. Right. right, y'all are the audience. Y'all are are the uh, uh, the congregation, if you will. It's just that Here our church, church lets, of Kick-Ass. Our, our church not only allows but encourages anyone, anyone, to take up the pulpit, because that's what we believe. That's all I got here. So I, I I actually know, I know their reasoning for this one, and it's dastardly, but it makes a weird kind of sense. So. They actually know that they're not allowed to determine what a church is and isn't. Like, that is literally way above their pay grade. The jury? No, no, no. The the state. Oh. So, the jury, they are supposedly the people. You know, they're a sampling of the sovereign beings of this world. So, yeah. Well, ain't that the shit. They get to pick who is and isn't the people that will apply for this particular exercise in justice. So they picked whichever people they wanted, and those people said, well, you owe taxes. Ipso facto, you ain't a church. Yeah. Clever. Diabolical. Uh, They furthermore asserted that if somebody uses your, in this case, Bitcoin vending machine without your knowledge, and they happen to be a criminal, and you told them that you wouldn't sell them Bitcoin, you are still somehow liable for taking part in money laundering. That would be like saying somebody who uses a, a vending machine for, uh, you know, Cheetos, uh, you know, is uh, involved in chip laundering. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had I had something crazy in my ear. Would you read that one again? Because yep, yep. it is literally yeah. unbelievable. They furthermore asserted that if somebody uses your Bitcoin vending machine without your knowledge, they also happen to be a criminal, and you told them you won't sell them Bitcoin, you are still somehow liable for taking part in money laundering. Wow. Yeah. Just 
mind blowing, wow. dude. Mind blowing. Uh, and then uh, a bunch of really dangerous precedents if I, they fail I in appeal. Wanna... Hang on, hang on. Bunch of really dangerous precedents here if they fail in appeal. The current trial was before a jury, so the outcome isn't precedent, but the appeals will be. So uh, he was found guilty on all eight counts. Uh, we've learned all of these things and kind of what, it, you know, one person's opinion on what it means that I thought was pretty spot on. So I'm reading it to you here tonight. Um, but so the appeals are going to go. Any any of these things that stay that the the appeals process just says, nope, it's fine. These will now be precedents for further cases, for other cases, for other cryptocurrency cases. For other tax cases, for other church cases, right? Are you religious? I'm asking our listeners here. Are you religious? What is your religion? There's probably many of you listening who have many different religions. Why do you think only yours needs protecting? Here's a whole other religion that if your religion were in in the sights of these particular goons, right? Uh, your church can now be ruled not a real church if this precedent sticks. Yeah. And beware what you allow even to the worst among us because it will happen to you. Yeah. And my God, like they're, they're just not even hiding it anymore. Like whoever we decide to turn the eye of Sauron on, we will punish you. Absolutely. You you interacted with someone and they right. did something bad. And since we decide to look at you, you are now guilty of what that person that you interacted with did. Now, never mind the fact everyone in their side of the aisle, every money transmitter, every ATM in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Some of that is going to get used in crime. Oh, yeah. I mean, I. I duh oh but they will not have the eye of sauron put upon them they will not be dragged through court the other thing that um really fucking bothers me about the whole trial right like if there's one like sort of sore thumb that sticks out to me from from the whole damn thing is that well, one of these uh, old ladies well you know she was of retirement age thereabouts she was, uh, you know, she lost some money in this uh, romance scam. She got scammed by somebody online telling telling her that he loved her. And she loved him and, you know, sent a photo. And they were supposed to meet, but never did. And this went on for years and years and years. Uh, and uh, so some of uh, the money that she's given this scam artist, uh, you know, went it through Bitcoin. And that's how she got tied to the case. But this particular guy she's had contact with up until like a week ago. Like as recently as a week ago, so, and and the the FBI admitted that there is no investigation into any of the scammers themselves. They were only interested in the guy selling the Bitcoin. Yeah. In well, in shutting down a uh, probably the last, you know, really sort of mm, criticism uh, radio program of the government. I don't know. There, there's lots of podcasts and things out there, lots of like liberty-oriented media, but as far as radio shows go, um, you know, it is, to me, it's a bit of a canary in the coal mine. When when oh, it yeah. stops, like, that's going to mean a thing. 
You know? Yeah. So when uh, there is no pulpit offered to the masses, right? Like, do do you really want to see what happens when we are done talking? Because that scares the absolute shit out of me. We're like the guy in the, the the modern version of the guy in the town circle standing on the the crate, you know, uh, you know, town crier sort of sort of yeah. sort of guy, you know. Um, and we're also the soapbox itself. Yeah. So because we 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 don't just stand up here talking, we also bring you up to speak. So my point is, is that um, this organization that's supposedly doing good. In saving people from fraud, isn't investigating any of the actual fraudsters? Yeah. None. Yeah. None. Zero. Zilch. Not a empty glass. Yeah. Why not? Why the fuck aren't they? Because those fraudsters are not a threat to their power. Right. And they teach us that the court is a scale, right? That it's that it's like you know your fate hangs in the balance and it is uh, you know it's this this set of of weighing and measuring right they teach us that's what this is yeah no no the court is a gun that is all yep yep and if that gun were to be put to productive use it's really it would be aimed at the fucking criminals who are stealing killing destroying robbing murdering genociding that is who deserves a gun to be pointed at them but that's not who's holding the handle yeah well they have all the guns yeah i mean by way of comparison yes the united states citizenry has a whole bunch of guns but by way of comparison the U.S. military has far more. The ones holding the handle are the criminals. Oh, yeah. And they have, by hook and by crook, convinced an entire world to believe that it's them actually holding the gun. Well, because they think they're part of that. They think that that, that they is we. And it is really disturbing that there are so many people who are warlike who 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 crave this like we win ha ha we're the best we're the top like we're the most you know blah blah we're the largest military they're empirical but a diff i, I don't mean that in the statistician sort of definition they they want the empire they desire the empire they crave the empire because they're rooting for the empire they're like well why should i care if we're an empire or not we have the best quality of life in the world so they don't care. They're happy being part of the empire. They want the empire to continue. And that is disturbing. Well, and there's nothing that will make you long for complacency. Quite like scaring the hell out of you all the time. One thing that this verdict and this entire case does. Uh, if there's anything resembling, uh, you know, something we can learn from this. That is that for certain, a whole bunch of alphabet agencies in the government are very concerned with some fucking some radio people who do an independent show from a little tiny town in Keene, New Hampshire that's critical of the government. They're fucking scared. Yeah. They're so scared they had to come after the founder, right? The guy the guy who's, you know, I mean, it's been founded by two people, so but like one of the two dudes, 
the main dude. It's kind of his show. Uh, they decide to come after him. They are fucking scared. Yeah. Uh, confirmed and, you know, double signed, sealed. You know, it's got like the old wax with the imprint in it and shit. Uh, registered mail. They, uh, the pews during the closing arguments on the prosecution side were full of feds or other government workers. I don't like, maybe that happens at every fucking criminal trial. I don't know. Uh, at every federal trial. I, I don't know. I've never been to one before. This is my first federal <laughs> trial that I've ever attended as a spectator. Um, didn't enjoy it. Uh, don't recommend. Uh, I gave it a, a zero out of 10 uh, for the experience. Uh, I never want to step foot in that fucking building again. It feels creepy. It feels crazy. It's crazy in there. It's all very cathedral-like. It's all it's set up to make you think that it is sacred, that it is a church. It mimics a church in so many fucking ways. I mean, government is a religion. We all know that. But like mm-hmm. this building, I'm saying, is very church-like. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you step into the fucking thing, and what's there right after the metal detectors? Well, it's a giant piece of metal. A huge statue to the goddess of blindness. Hmm. Yeah. We call her justice. Like, that's what this is. This is a temple. It is a temple to their God, and their God is death. Yeah. Fundamentally. I mean, there's only two ways, man. There's a million, million variations on either. You know, there's as many different ways to life as people that could walk those paths. And for every one of us, there are an infinite number of ways to death. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, like, do, do, do we not kill each other or do we kill each other? I'm sure I'll have more to say on the subject. Uh, I, I have, you know, endless feelings about it i i i am very upset uh there are anyway we'll, we'll get to that uh but uh, before we take this call we should get this out of the way uh the seven words shit, shit piss, piss fuck cunt cocksucker motherfucker and, and tits. tits the reason we do that is because well this show is uncensored and well fuck the fcc fuck the fcc let's go to the phones uh beard talk live who the fuck is this Hey, how's it going, Captain Kickass? It's uh, Bobby from Florida. Hey, Bobby from Florida. What's on your mind? Um, nothing. I, I've talked to you before, and I know you guys. I know uh, uh, Peakless Mountaineer. You know, I've enjoyed listening to you guys. And since you came on, Captain, uh, I, I've always liked uh, your humor. And, uh, you know, I like that part of it. And when you bring that to it, um, I know some other, Thanks, uh, other hosts. Sometimes they get, and I know we have a little bit, uh, that's why I wanted to call the after show because we can cuss now a little bit. And you know, during the regular show, you got to keep it moving, you know, so we can't really get into some of these things and talk about, you know, the hosting and all. But I think this is kind of what this is for. And then we can kind of get into our subject here that we're talking about and everything that's happened with Ian. Because I've been listening to the show now for, um, it's 2010. So Long I've been for, I, I can't believe where the time has been. And I found it on, um, back in the day, it used to be a, a thing called Radio Streaming Guide. Mm-hmm. And it had all, and, and it listed all 
the radio stations that were streaming, and that was like uh, a lot of the radio stations weren't streaming at the time, right. and so they they were just starting to all get online. So it had them all. Anyways, Free Talk Live was on the menu, and I found it that way. Anyways, I've been listening for nice. a while now. Yeah, no, thanks. That's, and, that's and, a great story. Yeah, and so, um, and then anyways, I've been listening to news that you came on, and, and uh, anyways, um, you know, I, you know, Mr. Penguin, I, I really enjoy him, and I've been listening to his commentary and his write-ups on Free Keen have been fantastic about the um uh yeah he did a great job he took lots of notes during the whole entire thing and uh he did a great job with that i i I know that his notes were extensive and everybody in the community has been very appreciative of his work that you can find over at freekeen.com yeah i'm definitely glad that we had our own reporter so it wasn't just oh this is our word yeah. Take our word for it. This is everything that was said. We oh, a, we did also delete all the parts that we said delete that. Yeah, we, we had a guy, Joa, from Breaking the Flaw on YouTube. Uh, he was doing sketch, like, you know, artist sketches because they don't allow cameras. Right. So, you know, we kind of had, you know, a mini crew of our own, so to speak, you know, putting this stuff together, but in, in a very anarchic way yeah. in, in that nobody was assigned any of these tasks Right. Everybody just said, oh, I have a talent or a skill uh, and I'm going to go or I want to observe this. And, you know, uh, in in my case, uh, you know, I'm kind of living with people going through it. And I felt that I needed to go and see this, Uh, you know, and to some extent be able to talk about it after or while it's going on. So here we are. Bobby, go ahead. Yeah. So that's nice um, being in Keene and then. Like an area like, you know, where you don't have any other people that will have your back, at least somewhere, you know, like there, that is nice that you guys um, could have like a little press, um, an actual press pool, um, if you want to call it that. That's, you know, what they call a professional, you know, uh, news news corporations have press pools and stuff. You guys have your own little press pool, you know? Absolutely right. I'm pretty sure anybody who's listening to this program can just say, Hey, I'm a reporter with Beard Talk Live. You can probably do the same with Free Talk Live. Just say, hey, I'm an independent field reporter working for Free Talk Live. You could go to a thing, visit a thing, have an opinion on a thing, and then call into the show and give us your fucking report. Like, anybody is free to do that, I think, with the way the organization is set up. And that's a great idea, Bobby. Well, and and one of yeah. the things is, like, it's not supposed to be this position that the state tells you who the media is. Or the who the church is. fucking point of having a freedom of press is that we don't have the king tell us who the reporters are. Who, who, who's the press? Everyone. All of us. I am. You are. The second we want to be. Yep. And to the extent that anyone wants to listen. And God, we can't even get that shit straight. How are we supposed to reach the point where, well, who's the monarch? Well, all of us. Man, how are we even supposed to get there if we're not willing to pick up the reins of being the media? Like 300 million monarchs. Yeah. Yeah, 330 million monarchs in the United States area. King of yourself, or as I like to say, Captain of yourself be the captain of yourself if if no other words to anybody listening uh it ever gets understood or taken to heart or memorized or uh, heard way too many times it should be this be the captain of yourself and the fact is that's why we deposed a monarch 
Do you have any idea how hard it is to depose a monarch? And we couldn't do it throughout the world. No, no, no. we couldn't free Australia. Sorry, guys. We couldn't free Canada. We tried. But, hell, we didn't barely get free ourselves. And only just this little bit. But we deposed a fucking monarch. Why did we do that? Because I am my monarchy. You are your monarchy. And I know it's hard to think like that because I'm not subjugating anyone. You're not subjugating anyone. We are monarchs without subjects. But what a beautiful yeah, no, idea. I'm driving with you guys. Yeah, I'm driving with you. Um, you know what else I found really, um, really, uh, really neat was if uh, anybody wants to go read those three teen articles um, you know, about the uh, trial and everything, um, it, it's totally uncensored and anybody can post um, their comments freely. You guys haven't been censoring. There's been a lot of dickhead comments on there that seem totally uh, fake, yeah. you know, like making <laughs> stuff up. And I mean, you guys don't delete them. And, nope. um, you yeah. know, there's obviously some people that, that just, you know, and every, or, you know, every um, activism group, you know, there's going to be authorities that don't like you. So, of course, there's people that don't like the organization going against the monarch, as Peakless was saying. So, of course, you're going to have people in there that are just, uh, uh, they're happy and they're, they're rejoicing and they're just sick people, you know. But I, I'm really, I, I, I was really, that's the strength that you guys have had, or, or I don't know, I don't know if you guys moderate it. I know Mr. Penguin does, but your strength that they've had um, uh, moderating it, I think, is pretty, pretty, pretty wild. And, you know, what, uh, what, what's been allowed to, you know, uh, make your comments like, you know, uh, you want to. and even if they're very derogatory and, and even made up. Yeah. Well, the freedom to speak, to speak is the freedom to say stupid shit that no yeah. one wants to hear. Think about this. If your government was actually about freedom, then every government web page, not just site, page that exists would have a comment section that was completely unregulated. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> But they don't. Oh, they're not. They don't do that. No, no, heck no. Oh, no. Well, and <laughs> and the thing is, I'm sorry, we don't have but the two choices. Either we can figure this out with talking, or it's going to come to blows sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah. And later might be a thousand years. It might be tomorrow. But we could just not have it ever come no, to but, blows. But, but there's a price, and the price of it not coming to blows is a things that you do not want to hear. And B, having to work through garbage ideas. Sometimes we have to go through garbage ideas. And when we're really good at it, we make fun of them. And they just evaporate. I think society could evolve way faster. Sans the barbaric and ancient institution known as government. There's 200 of them around the world. There's zero square feet of land Island and even water to, to a large extent that are not claimed by these 200 entities. There, there is nowhere that people who want to just interact on an individual basis, according to their agreements, there's nowhere for people like us. Bobby? Yeah. And so kind of uh, in my closing here, um, I just, uh, I really think uh, we'll find out a little 
in the next couple of months here, um, I think Free Talk Live will still keep going, and I'll, I'll, I'll still be here and enjoy listening and keep listening to you guys, keep trying to, uh, to get out the, 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 word, the word of liberty and, and keep trying to keep talking because that's, that's all we can, guys, we've got to keep doing that right now. All we can do is just try to keep the conversation going. And I think that uh, I know people are are getting very worried, but uh, we just got to keep trying because the truth and the 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 the, the right way, like like you were talking about, people will will prevail. And I thank you guys for the beer talk live, and and you guys have a good night, and uh, God bless you, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas thank to you, you too, Bobby. You Appreciate Christmas. you. Thank you for the call six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Is the telephone number? Uh, we're here until about one thirty a.m. Eastern time. Uh, we'll only take one break, so uh, there you have it. That's uh, the format that we've sort of been doing. We never really decided to how to do the format; it just sort of evolved. Mm-hmm. And so, well, yeah, maybe we'll change it later. Maybe we won't. Who knows? Well, and it turns out, like just the way people are, spontaneous order emerges every time you quit stopping it from happening. Yeah. Like, that's just how we are. Like, have a bunch of hippies sit down in some grass, and they will start weaving baskets just because they're playing with grass. Like, that's just what people do. I mean, no one told Joe to make those pictures. Right. No one told Chris to write it down. Right. No, that's just, if you get your boot off our neck, we will give you prosperity and invention like you've never imagined or dreamt. And you know, as well as I do, that if cameras were allowed, just cell phones, right? Screw anything else, right? Hmm. right? Who's going to bring in just a camera anymore, right? It's 2022. Most everybody's still got the cell phone. And uh, that's kind of where, you know, the cell phone has reduced many, many things that used to take up rooms into a handheld device. So... If there were cell phones allowed in there, there would be so much footage of the entire trial Mm -hmm. uh, just from the the Liberty community alone. Uh, And the fact that they don't allow that should tell you how fucking scared they are. Mm. That's very true. They don't want us to show you the naked truth of the trial and how the proceedings went and how the prosecution went. They don't want you to hear their words, their process, their procedure, which they didn't choose to follow or like they were making choices that don't make sense. Motions were made that were just sort of ignored. Hmm. Uh, And I was under the impression that I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know, but I was under the impression that a motion needed to be ruled on that. There was a timer on it. Yes. But the the court just was like, yep, they're under consideration or under advisement, I think was the language used. Ah. And and then the trial continued. I'm a table that issue. No, but yes, right? Like yeah. the action was tabling it and just ignoring it. But like the verbiage was some other thing that probably allows it to just sit in legal limbo until after he's convicted and now it doesn't matter. Well, and I think the, the biggest reason that they do not want any of this ever to be taped both audio and visual is because you'll figure it out. You will see, Oh, 
here is the combination of special words and whatever else you will that see I the true ugliness of mankind like number one we'll see oh well this isn't justice so yeah. they will lose that power they won't be able to bullshit us about, oh, well, this is justice. It's beyond the black veil of the robe of the judge and the, yeah, no, it's just, it's this. And you go, oh, that's awful. So number one, they don't want you losing faith yep. in their right. And number two, they don't want you figuring it out because if they run you through this, they don't want you to know whatever, like, oh, well, if I stand like this, and if I say this, well, then it turns out that 79% of that works. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, they, no, no, this is our beating stick. And when we decide to hit you with it, we don't want you running out of the way. There were uh, a number, I, I don't know what the number is, 50, 60 uh, people who did show up on, they designated one day for sort of the protest day. Uh, and, and a bunch of people showed up, a bunch of people who love freedom. Uh, I call them the freedom community at large. Uh, I know you showed up as well. Uh, and the support was good to see. Yeah, uh, There was some press that came out of this, uh, some stuff still being worked on that hasn't been released yet. Uh, there are at least, there's at least one documentary movie being made. Uh, and there were interviews from... Uh, I think the largest organization was probably NBC Boston. I don't know if those have aired, will air. I don't I have no idea what'll happen there. But like press was there. Not a lot. Could have been more. I expected more, honestly. Like I don't know. A lot of people don't think the way I do, but I look at this and I'm like, oh man, the ripples from this decision are gonna be felt for a long time. Yeah, especially if they remain as precedent. Yeah. Right. Like, this is a precedent-setting case on a new technology that, I mean, I get that the world hasn't figured this out yet, but it is the most important thing happening (laughs) ever. It kind of is. Like... It it is. It's the reinvention of how humans express value. Yeah. It it really is. It's, It's a new language. Yes. There is a universal language of value. Yeah, it's mathematics, so it's reliable. Uh, you can, you know, when it breaks, you can figure out where. But I mean, co- as far as code is concerned, uh, and it can be built upon and improved upon. Uh, uh, so imagine this: uh, a, a dollar bill, mm-hmm. right? Every now and again, every I don't know decade or so, they'll they'll do something with it. They'll you know add a, a feature, change a design element, or something like that. And you're like, oh, remember the old dollars? And the old ones will be collector's items. You know, I remember when they put the little tiny strip inside of the the dollar bills, right? That went you know from top to bottom instead of across or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that used to not be a thing. So every now and again, they'll add something to a physical dollar. That you might refer to as a feature, mm-hmm. right? But when when's the last time an innovation was made on the dollar? Right. <laughs> like, never. <laughs> like, it's kind of been, outside of the, the, the ink and the design changing, it's pretty much been the same for fucking ever. Yep. Right? Outside of when it... Uh, it changed well it changed form for when you used to be able to redeem it like the silver certificates that kind of thing yeah i mean this this hasn't happened since the crusades guys 
Yeah. So like in the Crusades, we went, oh, well, you know, if I write this on paper, then I can just have money when I get there. Whoa. Yeah. But like, (laughs) and that, that changed the world. Well, like the power structure that exists now exists because of that innovation. Yeah. And this is so much bigger. I mean, like, yes, I get we're in a global market right now. I know. But every single tiny little movement of everything is just friction all the time. I mean, it's just nails on a chalkboard throughout the planet. It's just grinding. Because every last little one wants their cut, wants their piece. And this, this is a rock being thrown through the void of space. Yeah. Just frictionless. It's never going to stop. Like, we, the, the, the transformation that this is making. It, it is uh, earth changing. Like it yeah. really is, uh, and I mean the evidence is there just because people from well all over the world uh, have gotten into it. Uh, so <laughs> it's not. When's the last time? Like I equate this to like the Wright brothers inventing flight. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I equate uh, cryptocurrency to. Bitcoin specifically, mm-hmm. Satoshi Nakamoto and his original white paper. Yeah. Uh, that that moment in time, couple I of see, dudes in their garage, man. I see as like the Wright brothers going, "How do we put put wings on this go kart, man?" <laughs> right, you know, like that's how I, that's how important and how life changing the technology is, and it's so early. Like from the time the Wright brothers figured out how to actually fly until there were like commercial jets and shit, right? It took a while, took a little bit to progress to get there, but. It was a tsunami of innovation because as soon as it was discovered, people were like, oh, we've got all sorts of imaginative ideas on how to use this and how to improve things and how to make it more efficient. Mm-hmm. How big of an impact will cryptocurrency have on humanity? Well, we can go and look at the next closest thing to Bitcoin, which is a dual entry ledgers. Right. Right. When that was invented. Like, well, and it's like, think of when we first figured out ledgers. Wait, I have 12 sheep. 12 sheep. I will write down 12. 12 sheep. And that changed the world. Well, now I can like I can do math and I can find out, well, it took me this many bales to feed this many sheep. That was single entry. Then we figured out double entry. And yeah, that absolutely changed the world. This is uh, Wikipedia, just you know, so we have a, a basis of what we're talking about. Double-entry bookkeeping, also known as double-entry accounting, is a method of bookkeeping that relies on two-sided accounting entry to maintain financial information. Every entry to an account requires a corresponding and opposite entry to a different account. The double-entry system has two equal corresponding sides known as debit and credit. A transaction in double-entry bookkeeping always affects at least two accounts, always includes at least one debit and one credit, and always has total debts and total credits that are equal. The purpose of double-entry bookkeeping is to allow the detection of financial errors and fraud. So this is uh, Bitcoin's cousin, 
right? Uh, well, their yeah. older cousin, the older, more retarded cousin, right? <laughs> it's got like a learning disability compared to Bitcoin. Oh, I I think of it more as uh, Bitcoin's boomer dad. Oh, yeah, that's okay. That's an accurate analogy. Uh, for example, if a business takes out a bank loan for $10,000, recording the transaction would require a debit of $10,000 to an asset account called cash, as well as a credit of $10,000 to a liability account called notes payable. Uh, so, you know, they go on to talk about it. Uh, but this this was an invention that changed mankind. Mm -hmm. Once they figured out how to do this, uh, everything became far more efficient mm -hmm. than it was previously. Yep. Now, if you look at that as an innovation and, you know, I, it doesn't really go into, uh, you know, the grandioseness of it on, in, on Wikipedia, but this had a huge effect on mankind as far oh, yeah. as uh, the delivering of goods and warehousing and accounting and you know, all, all these sorts of things. Yeah, like Egypt and the Phoenicians and like the Greeks. Yeah. It was a, a, an industrial renaissance, if you will. Like all of a sudden, everybody that made stuff was able to make it faster, cheaper, ship it, right? Like faster, cheaper, and more, all that kind of stuff. So that that's just an example of what that did. Yeah. It, what it, is cryptocurrency going to do? This, this technology that yeah. can not only do all of that, but can also act as a trustless intermediary for your value transactions. For yeah. your sales. When I want to sell you something and you want to sell me something, it can it can do that too. It, in fact, it can do everything your bank can do. It's one of the things that uh, gets said a lot is like cryptocurrency can be a bank on your phone. Mm -hmm. It isn't yet. They haven't developed the GUI for it, right? the graphic user interface, the, the app. Mm -hmm. right? It, it hasn't so far, uh, it hasn't become where you have all of the features of a bank uh, on your phone. But right. it's coming. Right. Right. The amount of development. Yeah. There's no web browser on this yet. Right. Well, funny I should say it that way. There is actually a literal web browser that is uh, built on blockchain technology. But that's 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 not what I'm talking about. Right. Right. I'm talking about, okay, well, we got the computers to talk to each other. Yeah. Like, that's where we're at. Yeah. And we are currently working on the web browser. Yeah. So if uh, if the internet came out, right, uh, I, there's a lot of folks listening probably older than the internet. I know I am. Mm -hmm. I lived in a time before the internet. B.I., as I like to refer to it. In the year 20 B.I., I guess, you know, in the year 1982 B.I., <laughs> <laughs> before internet. Uh, so I know what life is like without the internet. I had a point, now I lost it. I got too hung up on BI. It has changed things so fundamentally, and its changes have reached into every aspect of our lives. Yeah. And that's about to happen again. I remember what I was going to say. It was uh, the internet comes out, and it was what? A couple of bulletin boards? <laughs> right. Right? At first. Then maybe it, it evolved into some IRC chat rooms and some forums Right, but largely websites were discombobulated and, you know, it, it was this messy kind of a time during the internet. And then email was invented. To me, email was the killer app of the internet that made, it made businesses all go, yep, we got to have that. That's instant communication between departments, uh, regardless of distance. Yep, 
got to have that. You know, oh, it's official, and you can address it to people. Yep, got to have that. That was the killer app, uh, mm-hmm. in my opinion, was email. Right. We don't have the, we we do have the killer app on on the blockchain, and that's cryptocurrency, but it's just the first. Yeah, yeah, it's just the first. It's just the first, like, and also there can be killer apps on Bitcoin, <laughs> right? So you can build a, a thing on Bitcoin for Bitcoin because it you can have features. Yeah, you can have fucking features. Imagine one Satoshi of a Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. that has a PDF document on it that you signed and I signed saying that uh, we co-own uh, you know, a plot of land in Scotland somewhere. And whenever that particular Satoshi changes hands to another person, uh, that is that acts as the sale of that thing. Yeah. Right? You can't do that with a dollar. Right. You can't do that with a CBDC. Right? Would you like a receipt? Well, too bad. Because there's a receipt on millions of computers bam maybe billions yeah and it will never ever go away like holy crap do you know how much this is going to free up just imagine this we know from experience and from you know some reading that history is written by the winner at least up until now but Humanity can record all of its own shit now. It doesn't need to rely on a government to record it for them. So think about how much more accurate history is going to be going forward. Now that it can all be, anyone can be a historian now. Anyone can upload their experiences, their time and date, whenever it happened. uh, And anyone can browse that information without censorship, without Anybody saying, you know, oh, nope, this isn't for your eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I I actually Think of got, the historical impact. Think about 50 years from now when people go and look back at the last 50 years of history and they're able to see it accurately instead of written by the government with the largest military. Yeah. I mean, it used to be you win and then you write the history. Now it's, no, everyone writes the history. And then we win. And then we win. And that's... It blew my little socks off my feet to be asked, well, do you think that's it for Bitcoin? It's like, <laughs> okay, let me, let me, let me, let me get you up to, up to speed on this. So Ford just arrested the Wright brothers for tax evasion. <laughs> that, yeah. And you are asking me if you think this is it for artificially powered flight. Excellent analogy. Yes. No. No, I don't think this is it. No, not by a lot. Like, no. there's literally two options here. Radioactive vapor and the expansion of the time chain. Because that's what this is. This is a time chain. Yeah. Like, the most amazing part about it, it only goes one way. Yep. It just moves forward. <laughs> Get this. Uh, think about how much money uh, governments uh, all around the globe have spent on data storage facilities, right? Buildings with you know magnetic disks and data storage devices and cooling towers and systems, and they got to pay people money to like maintain all that shit just so that they have enough storage for all of the data that they're collecting. Uh, 
they don't need to do any of that because that can all be stored on the blockchain yeah. and, and distributed evenly amongst all of the you know network. That- well, and the best thing about it, so when they're gathering all the data, <laughs> you think they only tell the truth? Right. I'm sorry. That's not how humans are built. Right. There's a percentage of humanity that is deceptive. And I mean that in both senses. There's some people that are deceptive people, and there's a part of you that is deceptive. Well, there's entire organizations known as governments whose entire job it is to lie, steal, and murder you. So when they're the ones keeping all the books, well, then you are relying on their facts. And that's over. That's done. Yeah, look, we I, will never go back to that system. I'll there even will admit, never be registering ever I'll, again. I'll even admit that for a period of time in human history, monolithic registries were necessary for humankind to evolve. We needed a place of record, right? A library could have served at the, as that without being like a government-sponsored entity, but the government ended up being, oh, well, we'll just record everything because then, you know, they, from that they get to like rape you for license fees, right? right? You know, oh, it's not officially on record because you didn't pay the fee, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll admit for a period of time having these monolithic structures was necessary for humankind to evolve. That time is over. Yeah. Uh, thank you, blockchain. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, how quickly the technology develops on this thing, I don't know. And I don't really care. It's and, here, and its potential is enormous. It has barely scratched the surface. And this was their excuse for having all of the power. Yeah. Oh, well, look at our services that we provide so very well, right? Yeah. Well... Guess what? We can just go ahead and provide all of those services out in the open where everyone can see it. And we just don't need you genocidal maniacs at the helm of civilization anymore. Because really, like what what seems to have happened is that people were just so nervous about each other. And just so worried. Well, what if we need to bash some skulls in? How are we going to organize our skull bashing? Uh, so we've we've yeah. just felt this anal retentive requirement of having this gang make sure that everyone is doing the same thing all the time. It's not, it, there shouldn't be any gang that makes sure that humans do that. In fact, the opposite of that should be true. Like... Uh, People should be trying to make sure that everybody's not doing the same thing all at the same time. Like, like individuality is where real creative shit comes from. Yeah, it comes from it comes from being different from everyone else. Yeah, in, in whatever way suits you or is unique to you, uh, your talents and your abilities. Uh, you know, how do you get there? How did you achieve? You know, how are you different? Well, everybody's di- you. You know the best. I'm not going to be able to tell you what you're best at. You know what you're best at. Figure that out. Use it to your advantage and live your life that way. It's not really that hard to figure out. And oh, guess what? 
uh, in order for you to maintain that level of autonomy, you must also allow other people to maintain that level of autonomy. Yeah. And if you do, you get prosperity. Yeah. If you just let people feed you, they're happy to do it because it feeds them too. If you will just get your goose-stepping jackboots off our throat... We will show you marvels that cannot yet be imagined. Well, I don't want to make it out like no. We're, that we're, that we're, is we're abs- not the wizards. Just to be clear, we're, we're two of them. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm not developing on the blockchain. Uh, I, I don't write code. I'm not you know an engineer. Uh, that kind of a thing. I'm a fan of the technology for sure because well, it is life changing. Well, so here's the thing: if you think of Every great work of beauty that any artist has ever made throughout time, they all have one thing in common. No one else ever did that. Yeah. Yeah. They were all different. Yeah. Unique. Individual. I'm a fan. And I know that there was a, uh, a group of people loosely referred to as the uh, the cypherpunks right who oh, well, there are there still are okay but uh, specifically surrounding the creation of bitcoin oh yeah they're like post, they're still out there man post 2008 you know my theory is that that's where bitcoin came from it came from uh, those anonymous dudes uh, known as the cypherpunks or mm-hmm. people associated with them who were just these brilliant mathematicians and they saw uh, what happened in you know around 2008, the financial mm-hmm. collapse and the bank bailouts and all that shit, and they thought it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, you know what? Uh, we're gonna you know we're gonna release this thing into the wild, and because we know that it's dangerous, we're not gonna put a name on it so that we don't get uh, the treatment that uh, the Free Talk Live Studio got, uh, Ian Freeman got, and the Shire Free Church got, uh, and that is you know a, a military style raid. Yeah. Uh, you know, looking at years in prison for for what? For, a lifetime. For looking at a lifetime. I mean, for allowing to steal years is inexcusable. Yeah, for allowing people to freely transact uh, the way they want to. To steal a lifetime is unimaginable. Uh, well, fortunately, uh, uh, I, I know Mr. Freeman pretty well. And uh, his lifetime has meaning. Yeah. Already. Amen. And I don't think it'll stop just because, uh, you know, they're going to have, have, he's going to be their slave for a minute. Yeah. You know, pending appeal. You know, but even so, they've got him on uh, house arrest type stuff. So he's already. Well, and I mean, none of us would be here if it weren't for the people who just didn't ask for permission. Yep. 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 hundred uh, percent. A thing that comes up frequently is, uh, I'll simplify it with the whole, like, Oh, if you don't like it, why don't you leave? Well, cause there's nowhere else to go. Right. I and mean, that's, there are other places that I could go. If I'm only concerned about myself, I, I could certainly go find a place where I could live out the rest of my life, uh, with freedom, uh, in the way that I saw it, but only if I'm only concerned with myself. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not here for my own good. 
I don't do this for my own good. Uh, I, I, I do this because I feel like somebody needs to be shouting this shit from the rooftops. Yeah. You know, um, I, I feel like, Hey everybody, uh, I found this great thing. Uh, it's going to change your fucking life. It's peaceful. It's voluntary. There's no violence involved. And in fact, it has the potential to destroy entire bureaucracies just by existing. Yeah. And it never asked for permission. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing about it, I like, I, I'm a, I'm a big history buff. Yeah. Like I love learning about history, man. I, I have no idea how many factoids are running around this brain of mine, <laughs> but I can't think of a single time in history that we had a technology that explicitly rewards peace and can only reward peace. It's a good point. It's a great point. Yeah. So now that those Wright brothers are arrested, do you think that's it for Bitcoin? No, uh, and <laughs> and it's so so laughable. And uh, before we head head off to our break, I I, I yeah, want a few minutes. Here. I, I want to have a a moment of uh, of I am Spartacusness here. That I mean, as you were pointing out, like they're, they're and if you look at the cypherpunks and their correspondences, like you can see the the footprints of this thing. Yeah. Where oh well, we had eCash and it did this, and we had this, and it did this, and we we like. Oh, well, here's the problem with that. Oh, well, let's try this. And we we evolved a technology. Yeah. It unfolded itself. Yeah. And oh, well, oh, well, no, here's the problem with that. Oh, well, shoot, how are we going to get around this problem? And it, and it just got a little better and a little better and a little better and then it hit this threshold. Yeah. And it just I mean, it was tiptoeing 1 millimeter at a time forward. And suddenly we're on the moon. And all of the people working on this were arguably, uh, you know, in many different locations. Right. And I mean, like, you know, continents away. Right. I mean, who knows? Maybe they were sitting right next door to each other and didn't know it. But like, arguably, the ability to interact online across great distances uh, is what made this possible because uh, for the first time, people who didn't care about the fucking rules were right. able to get together and work on an invention. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and one of the things that, that strikes me is, so it seems like so much of what we say does fall on deaf ears, but, but it doesn't because Every single time that we pointed out the bullshit in our currency system, it built a little bit on the possibility that eventually, one day, someone would actually be honest about the housing market. Oh, yeah. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, no, no, no. It did. It did at one moment. And that's why everything blew up in 2008, is that for one moment, we shined a light onto what was actually happening behind these closed doors of money jargon and uh, highfalutin, I mean, priests of their system, accredited investors. No, for one little moment, we shined a light on what was happening and went, oh, 
there's literally nothing there. It's it's Wiley e. Coyote. Yeah. And because that happened, that inspired some people, including whoever Satoshi Nakamoto is, yeah. to create this thing, to put in the sweat and blood and tears to make this real. Uh, dear Bitcoin developers and all cryptocurrency developers, uh, it seems to me that the market is demanding more privacy features. Yeah. Can you bump that up on your on your list of development schedule, please? Well, and to... to it should be default. Like, if you can make it to where mm-hmm. every cryptocurrency has privacy built in as a default, why, that'd be great. Well... It seems we have a chance to correct what I believe was an error when we created the World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. We could have pretty easily turned everything into encryption by default, mm-hmm. but we didn't. Right, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and fix that. Yeah, let's fix that too. Because we're be making great. it, yeah. well, I mean, it'd be nice to go back and fix that, which we might get around to. Maybe. But we're making a new thing that is very much like the internet. So let's go ahead and not take that pitfall. Yeah. Because we're at that moment where we are developing. I mean, it, 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 there's not even a web page yet. There's no such thing <laughs> as a web page on this internet. That's true. Yeah. That's where we are. Yeah. Yeah. It's this amazing uh, life-changing technology that is really just... It's, it's an infant, man. Yeah. You know. Uh, Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Hello? Hello. Who the fuck is this? Oh, hi. It's, uh, who, who am I tonight? Uh, let's be Frank. Who I'll be Frank tonight. tonight. Let's be Frank tonight. <laughs> let's be Frank tonight. All right, Frank, uh, where are you calling from? Uh, Texas. All right. Uh, do you have time? Um... What is it? It's uh, 1158. It's seven. Yes. Yes, I have time. Uh, we normally take a break in about a minute. So do you want to you wanna hang out on hold and come back to us in about 10 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm actually, like, far behind. I don't know what you guys have been talking about for the last hour. I'm catching up, but no, no worries. I'll hang on. All right. Stand by. All right. We're going we're gonna to well, do a quick 10-minute. I, I would like to take this moment to utter one of the last... Of 2022, preemptive Merry Christmases. Merry Christmas, everyone. Well done. Uh, I'm going to dedicate the break. Uh, we'll call it a nine-minute break. we got to be on our shit. Uh, I'm going to call it a nine-minute break, but I want to dedicate it to, well, all of, uh, all of 2020, let's say, and 2021. You told me the lockdowns are dumb Dumb Two weeks or maybe three The lockdowns are dumb Dumb The protest signs we bring The lockdowns are dumb Dumb Not taking your vaccine The lockdowns are dumb Lockdowns are dumb. Lockdowns are dumb. Dumb. 
So we're warning him the lockdowns are dumb. Dumb. Here we come. Pretty crazy, the lockdowns are dumb. Dumb. We're getting more poor too, the lockdowns are dumb. Dumb. You need to lift this thing, the lockdowns are dumb. Dumb. You, sir, are not a king, the lockdowns are dumb. Lockdowns are dumb, lockdowns are dumb, dumb. We will ignore you, the lockdowns are dumb, dumb, very dumb. Has 
has grown old We'll transact in Bitcoin and gold We'll transact in crypto and gold Say these words now, people everywhere I refuse to Yourself a sterile little Christmas under UV light, disinfecting every little thing inside. Have yourself a sterile little Christmas Antiseptic spray From now on, your families shall be kept away days bleached out holidays hardcore precious friends who are dear to us can be near to us no more baseless fears won't let you get together Even a small crowd Infrared thermometers point at your brow And have yourself a sterile little Christmas now. Mandates killed all the olden ways, stripped down holidays, abhor. Governments should be fearing us. They're not hearing us anymore 
dangerous The family get together States will not allow Hanging politicians from the highest A sterile little Christmas now. It's Beard Talk Live. We're we're back. Breaks over. Here we are. We're here. This is where we are. Uh, hang on. Let's bring. Frank, are you still fucking there? I'm still fucking here. I thought it was right. Bobby. Oh. No. Didn't how about, that was the other how about guy. Frankie Bobby. Oh. That was the other guy. This is this is Frank no. now, right, Frank? Oh right. Yeah. We gotta be Frank. Yeah. We had to be we Frank. Gotta be Frank. Yeah. Well, we had to wait to be Frank. We we asked <laughs> if we could be Frank and Frank was like, sure. And then we were like, What's gonna take us about nine minutes? And so <laughs> we took our nine minutes and now we can be Frank with Frank. On Beard Talk. Well, let's be frank, for Frankly, sure. Frankly, I don't All give right. a damn. But before you go, Frank, I just want to tell uh, the folks who are listening uh, the three songs during the break that were heard on the live stream and uh, will be heard on the podcast are called COVID Carols. Uh, you can find those over at captainkickass.com. Follow the link for the Kickass Parody Project, and it'll get you there. Uh, it was something uh, Ian Freeman challenged me to do uh, during the winter of COVID, the first winter of COVID, was like, hey, man, you do parody songs, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, can you do, like, some COVID carols? Here's some some lyrics. Like, somebody else did lyrics for Christmas songs that were the chronic carols for, like, the weed protests back in the day. And he was like, do you think we could do, like, COVID carols? I'm like, I don't know. Let me try. And this is what happened. So that's... That's what nice. you get to hear. I figured it's fucking Christmas, right? It's fucking uh, what Christmas. What other time can I ever possibly play the COVID carols that would be more appropriate Absolutely. Uh, than tonight? No, so. I, I love the COVID carols. Uh, I was amazed to find out that there's this whole little sheet of all these lovely lyrics. <laughs> I, if only I had not been terrorized with becoming an alleged terrorist, yeah, yeah. maybe I would have arranged some COVID caroling. All right, so I'm not sure, but I think Frank, the caller, had something to talk about. Yeah, uh, so I, I want to respond from earlier on. Um, like I said, I was, uh, I'm just catching up, so like I missed like the last hour, but something you were talking about uh, with regards to the trial, and they were trying to define what a church is. Yeah. Um, so I am a uh, Christian anarchist, okay. and right on. I gotta say it's uh, I got it coming from both sides. It, it sucks because uh, I mean, like you guys are like rabid atheists. I, I really appreciate a lot of the um, perspectives from your uh, your clan side, but uh, your your what I mean, side? Like your what yeah, side? I, Whatever uh, uh, your clan, I, I'm my, I'm, my I'm clan. <laughs> I'm not in the clan. <laughs> just, not, just to be clear, no, I know. Oh no, that 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 no, makes that but, just makes me think of Scotsman, 
And I, I do feel a little bit like a Highlander uh-huh. being up here. I, I don't mean to be clamming <laughs> I mean, around. We we literally well, ran to the guys, hills. So it is beard talk live after all, right? Yeah. Uh, Wait, do you have no, a beard, I, Frank? Do you have a beard? Um, oh, it's it. more of a sine wave. All right. All right. A sine wave. Frank, did we ask you where you were calling from? Actually, no, no. I I, I would say it's a sawtooth wave. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, did we ask where you were calling from? Uh, Texas. That's right. Yeah. All right, Land so... of uh, uh, Southern Baptist churches mostly. Yeah. I find frustrating. I've uh, I I've re- I revised my my uh, religious stance to agnostic. Uh, I I still kind of feel like cool. I lean atheist as far as uh, traditional religions uh, are concerned. Uh, however. I think that while religions have done some really horrible things, like there is purpose in people who well, believe who believe similar things getting together. Well, I am a Gnostic atheist as far as institutions go. Yeah. I am absolutely certain that there is no God there. I, I have seen what those things are. Yeah. That's not the author of life. Right. That what do you mean those things? Uh, churches that, like, as we tend to think of it, like, okay, so, for example, um, there's one church that I know is actually still a state. Uh, the the Catholic Church still, mm. like, literally runs its own little country in yep. Vatican City. Yep. So, like, they are, weirdly enough, a monarchy. Um, every time that you identify yourself with using force to change the world... Corrupts your soul and causes people to die. That's that's just what happens when that's what you do with that's your power. Right. Yeah. Well, yep. and and to that extent, uh, that's sort of what uh, organized uh, religions <laughs> seem to do. At least, uh, you know, no offense to the caller, but on the Christian side, that's no, kind no, of no. where I come from. Like, like they're literally there to like scare you into believing that if you do wrong, uh, you will you will burn in hell and that kind of a thing. So, uh, it it's. It's not force in as much as it's a scare tactics, right? It's well, fear of a boogeyman, right? It's it's a little bit of a it's a mental trick, really, to get you to be scared enough to believe the story, well, to give money when you sit down and visit the the magic building. Well, the damnable shame of it is that they use the best part of you to do something evil. Like that is just really beyond the pale, because people people when they like make a choice mm-hmm. and choose to go to church, they are trying to do good in the world. Like that's everyone that I have known that, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of people that show up at church that never actually sat down to think about it, never decided for themselves that that's what they wanted to do. Yeah. But of the people that I know that actually bother to do it as a choice, they're trying to do good. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And and that's like that's why I don't like totally, you know, knock religion at all is because it's a noble intent, right? Uh, folks, generally speaking, if they are of a religion, it's because they have noble intent. They they want to be better. They want to learn, you know, a way. They want to be around people who believe sort of the same thing that they do when it comes to that kind of thing. So so there, there's value in that. But I mean, too many people don't don't realize like. Hey, uh, the money that I put in that plate every week went to build the new church that we're all sitting in right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's I, I find that most frustrating. Um, 
where I, I, I'll, I'll double back a little bit. Um, so most times when people uh, they let's see they 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 say they make claims like uh, you know more people have died in the prospect of uh, uh, the uh, r religious um, efforts or whatever, right? Like more people have died because of religious conflicts or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. The thing is, is that that maybe that's not necessarily true. It is kind of in a way, but it's that when the, the church merges itself with the state, it becomes a mode of violence because the state has a monopoly on violence, right? So because it's merged itself with violence. Exactly. Right. So religion itself isn't violent. It's when it merges itself with the state. Yeah. That's uh, the thing. You know, it's, it's what is the state doing? Yeah, if the exactly. state is so, doing religion, well, then you're going to see religious wars and religious genocides and religious oppression. Be and when the state is way. not when doing religion, religion doing you will see irreligious oppression and murder and destruction and genocide. There's yeah, but I look at it differently. In short, it's the religion doing the state. The state itself, though, because we've uncoupled ourselves with uh, the, the, the source of authority previously to um, United States, as we call it, uh, authority was granted by God or some deity, a religious deity. And prior I, to a constitutional, I like to I like to government. be able to look at it from both angles, because sure, I, I, I for myself I am thoroughly aware that there is an intelligence that is guiding life in existence. But well, I also like what, to be able to look at it and say, okay, it comes from God is one way of saying this idea, but this idea can also be said in self-ownership like i own myself i own the effects i am responsible like responsibility itself also brings you to that same source of legitimate authority i don't disagree with that like certainly nature or nature's god take your pick mm. like if uh, you follow things from first principles you will get to the same place there's only yeah, one way that we stop stabbing trying, each other. I'm not necessarily trying to, to, to like do a uh, a session of apologetics here. I'm not trying to convince anybody. I'm, I'm I really just I'm just telling you that's in. my preference. I like to be able to see it yeah, from exactly. both angles because I think I think that being able to see it from both sides gives you a depth that you can't get any other way. Uh, I I don't understand. I mean. Hmm. So I have a pretty good imagination. That's to say I'm a creative. I can think of things. I can, you know, uh, make things out of different stuff, right? I can paint. I can paper mache. I can play a guitar. I can, you know, there's a lot of, like, different creative things I can do. And some of them I do better than others, of course. But I I can't imagine having less of an imagination that I have. And I'm sure that I have more of an imagination than many people. Uh, and so I, I struggle with that because... It takes a lot for me to, uh, you know, creative thinking and, and following, you know, thought processes uh, to arrive at conclusions. And so how I can't 
even fathom how much it must take somebody without the ability to imagine what it's like in somebody else's shoes to like finally arrive at that same conclusion. There's got to be a time delay there somewhere, somehow, but, in some way. Well, and and, and it's what funny because are you talking about the the time delay is apparent on the other side to each side. So like, well, I just say soul. And you get it. Right. Or you can talk about, well, you see, since we're having a conversation, then I have to be responsible for what I say. And that means that I have philosophical agency. And you have to go like through this entire massive history of thinking before we got to the idea of philosophical agency and who is and isn't allowed to make contracts. Right. Or I can just say, I have a soul. Takes a lot of imagination just to get there. You see what I'm well, saying? I was trying to. I, I'm trying to approach this from a diplomatic kind of way. Um, well, be direct. Not necessarily. <laughs> okay. Spit it out, man. I, I will be. Um, it's uncensored so, for fuck's sakes. Seriously. <laughs> the uh, the the concept of religion outside of any specific doctrine or uh, uh, dogma, rather, um, in the uh, in the state as it were, it, it, it cannot be too literal. And that's the problem that we saw with court cases that they are too, they're they like, like you were saying before is that they put it in the hands of 12 people or how many, that's how many people on a jury, right? That's so, how many, yeah, 12. Uh, so, uh, they were really appealing to emotion and the emotional response. And I think, I, I haven't read any of the transcripts, but I'm assuming that they were trying to approach it from a logical legal perspective and they failed to move the jury emotionally, which is really all that matters when it comes to the jury because they're not subject matter experts. They're not computer science degree holders, I imagine. And they have no concept of what Bitcoin or cryptocurrency is. So the only prospect that I think Ian's case really had was to move them emotionally, and I think maybe they failed to do that. Well, and, and, and here's the thing. And, and, wait, the wait, question is, point, do you bring out the cruelty or the mercy? Hold on, let him finish his point. Go ahead. Well, my, 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 my point is that they didn't find the definition provided uh, for the church, uh, the definition of a church provided in this context did not fit, and therefore they thought that Ian and, his, and the, the free, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the... Shire Free Church. The church? Shire Free Church, thank you, uh, is a legitimate en entity, and that's why I think they found him guilty on all accounts, because they thought he was a fraud. And I don't think he's a fraud. I think it's a legitimate church in the, in the, in the, the, the context if you know a better way to worship freedom, I would I love mean, to hear uh, it. Yeah. I, like, seriously, it, it's ridiculous. I thought... Like, I believe that starting... human beings can make choices, and not only is that true, but it is good. Yeah. Like, the nature Absolutely. of goodness can be found in human beings making choices. So I right. feel obligated to do everything in my power to cultivate human beings making choices i'm trying okay so i i'm trying to elucidate on some very subtle 
uh, frustration that I have. Well, I, I hear you. With, I, I want to say that religion. Uh, if they would have looked at the evidence again, which I don't believe they did, as even though the judge instructed them to do so, if they'd have looked, they would have seen that but they already the, made up their minds. That, well, yeah, obviously. But if they would have reviewed the evidence, they would have at least seen that the church was actually. And founded, the heart of the twelve was hardened. The church was actually founded before uh, the crypto thing ever was. Yeah. So it's not like sense. he was doing the crypto thing and thought, "Oh, I'll form a church now to avoid the tax." No, that's not true. Uh, and they gave that no thought at all because, well, they didn't review the evidence again, even though it was right there in front of them. Right. This prospect of formulation of a church uh, outside of uh, cultural evolution uh, is an anathema to them. And I, I imagine that they find it frustrating and insulting. And that's probably why it stirred them emotionally negative towards the defendant. And it is expected i think um i like i i, I again i i i written uh read the the transcripts but yeah. i imagine it went more towards well ian didn't have to pay taxes because church was defined and blah 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 but they didn't care because the, the church wasn't legitimate in their view and that I find frustrating because, like, who yeah. the fuck defines a fucking church, man? Right. It, we do. It yeah, the, the well, people, no, the believers. Do. Yeah, the, the no, congregation they, defines the church. They define who they treat as a church. Well, we saw, like, that. I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, but yeah. this is the, the heartbreaking thing is that. In the hands of a novice, they'll just go with their gut feeling, and <laughs> yep. yeah. it turns out your gut feeling is candy every day. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hedonism for sure. <laughs> I I would have thought that it, it will make me feel better to hurt you. I would have thought at least in the supposedly live free or die state. Right, that's their state motto. I would have just thought that they would have taken the time to, you know, okay, we've made up our mind, but you know what? In the interests of supposed justice, right, let's just take a look at the evidence one more time, right, as they were instructed to do. They didn't do that. And to me, that's vindictive. That's worse than just like of finding him guilty on all counts. That's vindictive. They were like, yeah, fuck man. this guy specifically. nailed it. Peekless nailed it earlier when he was making this comment, and I think uh, you made a point very eloquent that, like, it, it's hard for me to make this point oftentimes, but if I'll try to replicate it, it is that uh, the, the, uh, victims of, uh, like, uh, they're victims of this abuse, yeah. and there's the dark side of that victimhood, and they'll turn around and uh, I'm sorry. I I don't know. I got it. I got it. Hurt people yeah. hurt people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Abuse begets yeah. abuse. Uh, not mine. I think I heard that one from Jimmy Dore. Credit it's, where it's due. It's been but around. It's so yeah. obviously, like, yeah, that's it. Those people who have been hurt will turn around and hurt others. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts to me when people are like. Oh, these rich people aren't paying enough taxes because they get hurt. It's like, 
nobody should be taxed. Nobody right, yeah. should be uh, 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 subjugated to this kind of abuse. And it's like, well, no I'm being be abused. So That's really so, it. Like, yeah. And, and so, like, uh, let's make everybody a slave. If I'm a slave a little bit, let's make everybody. And, and you make more, so you should be more of a slave. It, it, it's all envy. It's all jealousy. Well, and, I, it, it and, and, and it's wild because until you see it, you're like, well, that's hyperbole. How dare you call me a slave for paying taxes? It's like, that's when they tell you what to do and don't pay you. That's called being a slave. What I, uh, exactly. Yeah. What I, uh, was just thinking about was, uh, I don't even know how to put it. Having the, the church be a church, the, the definition of a church be in the hands of, 12 fucking people like I mean you know the system so I think that the after seeing what I've seen knowing the outcome right total hindsight mm -hmm. I think that uh, it probably would have been better off arguing for anarchism or abolishing of the state based on things like this caller's talking about the the fact that it is a system of abuse and proving that right uh, i think trying to uh, educate uh, the 12 people on how does a guy get to this point would have fared just as well as the defense that they actually put on that's not saying i think it would have been better but i think like instead of making a case for like you know answering oh why this charge that charge just answer the question of how we got here to this moment in time would have had a better effect on the jury right. than knowing what I know now, right? There's no way to know that in advance, right? Yeah. But I think it's too early. I, I, I think in the Stefan Molyneux kind of way where, uh, you know, like, uh, I, I'm not sure if you guys are like familiar with this, I but am. like the, con the, the, the concept of the, the like, well, uh, how are we going, uh, who's going to pick the cotton? Oh, we're going to have these big metal machines that <laughs> right. what was uh, his, feed wait. themselves on... Go ahead. Uh, I think it was, yeah, giant metal machines uh, that fuel themselves on crushed dinosaur juice. Yes. Something yeah, along exactly. those lines. Uh, some, I'm paraphrasing probably, but... It's like, yeah, and it's like... Well, you're not well, gonna just imagine for time. one hot second, a, a, a time traveler from this day and age hmm. goes back 200 years. And they're like, oh, I see you've got a cotton shirt on there. Who picked it? Well, no one picked it. <laughs> no, no, we, we burn a thing, and burning the thing makes the cotton sort of pick itself. Yeah. It's, You're insane. It, it, it's a, what? No, it's, put this one in a loony it's, bin. It's unimaginable. And where we, like, people like us, who understand what cryptocurrency means and understand the nature of the state, you can't, I mean, like, I'm a convert, right? Like, I grew up a con Christian conservative. Mm -hmm. I was a neocon. You know, I went to war, and uh, I supported the war. And, yeah, I mean, like, I remember my mind state at that point, and it took time, and it was, it was a process of being open-minded, and I've always had this like process of like open-mindedness. Yeah. Um, but even in that state, I was, uh, I know like borders are kind of disputed. It, it's, it's really murky right now, but 
um, I was an ardent closed border person. And now I'm like, what the fuck is a border? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's arbitrary. Yeah. You, and, if you define it, it well, reveals itself. Well, and yeah, but so, like, so this is one of the example of, this is one of the things that I, I think is really, can I, can I just, I, I, I yes, really want to, okay. The, the whole borders thing, like what we are trying to figure out right now is which system of borders are we using? Are we using the system where I altered nature and then it became mine? Or are we using the system where I said it was mine and shot people who disagreed with me? Frank? Uh, uh, I guess. <laughs> I don't I I, I don't know. I, I think that this is I, I've heard your arguments, Speakless, and um I think they're sound. Um now you can and, do a closed borders society that way. It's called build a fence and don't give people permission to climb over it. The, the the subtlety or the nuance is that we don't live in or we live in a system that's occupied by the state and there's uh what do you call it um uh, welfare systems in place and all that stuff and there's like a practical approach and blah 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 I'm not my, that's not really my point my point was right now I have a completely different mindset than I did tw- uh, 15 years ago you've grown. I mean, Word. like I try to, and the the thing is that most people don't have that drive in them. Okay, okay. So, and so, so, so you're a, hold on, hold on. So you're a Molyneux fan. Um, one of the things that he uh, brilliantly pointed out about the nature of negotiation is that you you don't just determine where you stand; you determine what you want to get out of it. And then yep. when I know what you want to get out of it and you know what I want to get out of it, we can figure out, okay, what is the the most efficient way that all of the things that we want, we get? Okay, well, what do you want out of closed borders? Oh, well, I want to be safe in my home. Monopoly. I want, want to, monopoly. I, I want a certain amount of predictability in my universe. You know, I want things to make sense, basically. That only is that only okay. makes sense contextually when it comes to your own domain, like whatever it is in scope for your ownership, and that makes sense for a home, it makes sense for a property, but it doesn't make sense when it comes to a so-called nation or a region. I, I would rather say region, um, but really, again, I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to be. Pedantic on this. I, I'm just. I'm using that. Okay. As an okay. Example, so uh, uh, one, that, like, one thing I, I wanted to touch back on, though, is just real quick. We have a new means of acquiring consensus. And that uh, are you talking about the internet or? I mean, I hate to be a broken record, but Bitcoin fixes this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Like we have a decentralized consensus. Like that's something that human beings have never figured out before. Right, yeah, uh, all yeah, this, all, all this hubbub uh, on the left and the right, both about uh, voter fraud and voting, blah blah blah. 
I mean, the technology exists where uh, you can yeah, one yeah. for one vote. Doesn't matter where you are. All verified. All that kind of shit. Uh, fucking uh, what's the dancing with the stars or whatever. Like they figured that shit out a long fucking time ago. Uh, but for whatever reason, people are like, well, of course there's voter fraud and they can't have yeah, voter but- fraud if they use a system that is trustless. We have but a you gotta cheap, understand the nature of the, the perfect bureaucracy. Record. It moves slowly and um, it's reluctant to change. And right? that's why so, it's going to go the way of the dinosaurs. It I'm, acts I, like I, a dinosaur. It, it will go that way. No, there's, that's, yeah. not a, that's not a hope. Like, no, you're it right. It will cease yes. to be. Now, how it ceased to be is kind pill. of up to us. But no, I think Dave Smith made this point a, a long time ago um, that uh, uh, government will become superfluous and will phase itself out, and that's what I'm. That's that's really my white pill. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I I have a white pill as well, and I think that if the technology is deployed properly. Uh, it will just sort of chip away at the state, taking on the supposed products and services that the state provides, but doing it better uh, at less expense uh, and also in a transparent way. Because all, all of the government services that you know, people who agree that government services are necessary, right, uh, does also include anarchy. Like, I think it's necessary to have sewer. Right, you know, in yeah. a large populated area, right? I disagree on how we pay for that mm-hmm. uh, as a you know a, a region, if you will. Uh, I, I I want there to be ways to get to places, and yeah. I want to feed the poor. I disagree but, on how we do it. But the the systems are necessary to you know maintain life in the in the lifestyle that you know it has been in you know a given region. So you know, but you can do that in a voluntary way. You don't have to do it through the force coercion of an institution known as government. And that's what I have a hard time getting people to imagine, right? That that's my white pill, though. If I can get them to imagine that that this particular product and service can be provided voluntarily without any force or, co- or coercion and at a lesser price than you're currently paying, nobody believes me. Right. I I'm sorry. I, I have to break uh, the. Uh, so prior, like the reason, really, I was calling was. Uh, kind of addressing the, the the concern that I think Peakless you were really hammering on was it would be it, you were fearful of people uh, religious people uh, when it came to the state defining what a church is right so um, yeah. I find it very frustrating because I find a very unholy marriage between church and state regardless of the the terminology that we throw around the separation of church and state which is not bound by the constitution by the way it was a phrase used by i think in the federalist papers but um it really is it's not constitutional to divide church and state the church as i've been exposed to it as much as it breaks my heart is very much sucking the tit of the state these days, the church I was recently try- trying to attend, they have uh, the American flag and the Christian flag uh, uh, both uh, displayed at the front of the pulpit, and they have active duty police officers in uniform patrolling the halls. And right. I think this is a reactionary effort because there was a the church shooting or whatever. And I'm like, okay, maybe. 
maybe just have your parishioners just open carry. Like right. you don't need it, it. It fucking bothered me, man. It really fucked. It fucks with my head. But more than that is that they display the legitimacy or their support of the legitimacy of the state in open fucking air. And it, 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 it's crazy to me. So these people are just as religiously um, uh, dedicated to the state as they are to the Christian God. And I think that that's a mistake. And I just, I really, I just wanted to hammer that home. It's not all point. of us. Did you know that there are churches right now that have an American flag draped over the altar? Yeah, man. It's yeah. fucking That nuts. blew my fucking mind. Well, and like the explanation, of course, is that uh, the state is a religion. Yes, it is an idol that they worship in open air. Yes. And I, I mean, like, maybe you guys aren't Christians, but like, as a Christian, I find that incredible, not just offensive, but an affront to the very thing that you, uh, <laughs> that they, that they believe. Right. Yeah. What's that about here that you don't think I'm Christian? What, what's that about, uh, yeah. worshiping false idols and all that? Right. You know, uh, let's exactly. see how, how many false idols are there in government. There's, well, of course the guy who sits in the chair, right? There's the chair itself. There's the, uh, the monetary bit. There's the military bit. Right, you control who lives and who dies. Yeah. If you have the largest military that's ever existed on planet Earth, you pretty much got the keys there. You know, so which of these uh, idols are false in the eyes of Christianity? I'm all of them. <laughs> right, but I mean, I, I wasn't necessarily asking you. I was asking well, listeners. It was a rhetorical. It was kind of rhetorical. It comes down to one thing: which would you like to bring to pass? That's what you will set your gaze on. And if you get distracted, you might end up setting your gaze on bullshit. I'm sorry, I don't own any gaze. <laughs> and if you keep staring at bullshit, you're going to make bullshit happen. That was a horrible joke. But, Are you guys familiar with the Bundy Ranch situation? Oh, yeah. yeah situation and, uh, is right. The situation, yeah. And uh, the thing that happened in Oregon... I don't know what the, the colloquial name is for that, but um, what followed the Bundy Ranch thing was that they um, occupied a uh, Bureau of Land Management building in, in um, Oregon. <laughs> the original BLM. Hey, 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 the hey. original BLM, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say BLM. but um, I appreciate the absence of acronym. Thank Bureau you. of Land Management. Yes, continue. Yeah, so, so, so then the guy... Uh, they 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 uh, tried to resist like the Bundy Ranch success, and it was a success, and I'm I'm happy it was a success. But these guys, uh, I think, bit off more that they can chew. And I was following it pretty close, and I was supporting them at the time, but I was a bit nervous about it because it, it in some ways it violated the nap. But um, what ended up happening? Tricky question. They these, because they caught these. The, Go the government's property is illegitimate, and that makes it a yes, really tricky situation. Yeah, Right, but how people interpret it, and that's really the exactly, point. Yeah. How people interpret it is, uh, uh, how people interpret the legitimacy of the action, really, it's a, it's a numbers game. And um, while they didn't have any support, really, other than their, their in-home 
internal support. Externally, it was the Fed murdered this guy yeah. on the way to yeah. go uh, in a constitutional way uh, con- uh, uh, con- convene with the sheriff. And uh, it, it was a tragedy, but it's kind of like from a pragmatic perspective, it was bonkers because these people did not have a social support to provide reluctance on the Fed enough to stop shooting this guy. Brave executive power comes from mandate from the masses. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They didn't have a mandate from the masses to shoot that guy. (laughs) I, I bring this up to say, I applaud Ian and his efforts. I think that he is a fucking awesome, uh, liberty-minded advocate to the hilt. And um, yeah, 100% support. The problem is that us people who support Ian are kind of on the outs with the rest of society. When they chose that I think that's less true than you imagine. Well, I don't I, know how you measure that. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, but I'm, I'm just speaking from actual occurrence that the jury wasn't really his peers. As I think you guys mentioned before, <laughs> yeah, no, in no like, way. did you say that they specifically selected the jury that did not own Bitcoin? Correct. That is correct. Yeah. Which is the opposite of what you would think they would do. They're like, oh, this guy's into Bitcoin. Let's get a jury that's well, knowledgeable okay. about Bitcoin. Does everyone on the jury that is trying a potential thief know what thievery it, is? Right. Okay. Does everyone <laughs> it, on the jury who is trying, do you know what you're trying? Oh, well, off the jury then. I don't know. I, I think that may be a bad example. I think more it, it's more technical in nature, right? It's not like everybody knows what a thief is, and a thief is bad. What we're really trying to talk about here is... I think that uh, is wildly optimistic. Tec- technical in nature, right? Uh, and and it, it was beyond the scope of any understanding of most people, yeah. let alone a selected jury that doesn't own Bitcoin, and that just shows how biased... And I... I can imagine Ian's lawyer had a really hard time, but the, that being a yeah, I don't that being I an don't actual know, but... fact of the jury selection is it, it, it's bonkers to me. Like you couldn't pot like that is as bad as, okay. as a black this guy potential accused crime to... happened in a field. Does everyone here? Does anyone here know what a field is? <laughs> You are disqualified right. from judging this matter. Right, yeah. yeah. I think it's the same as, as selecting an all-white jury against a black man in the South. I, it I, is I identical. can't see it any other way. I, it, it's worse, actually, because even the whites and the blacks were probably Christian. Like, they right. probably had some fucking overlap yeah. of belief system. The other thing that bothers me about this whole thing is that I know, I know for a fact that there are people celebrating. They're celebrating a man being convicted on eight counts by a, a jury uh, that you know he faces up that? to seventy years. They are, well because people are vindictive. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, they're vindictive about what? That's what I'm trying to get at. Well, I mean, d- just the just the prosecution alone, 
right? They're vindictive because, well, they're competitive. They want to win. They want to put bad guys away. That's true. They're fucking I mean, convinced like, uh, that, that Ian's a bad guy. Yeah, like prima facie for sure. But the FBI, Phil Cristiano, uh, Georgina McDonald, I believe is her name. I don't re- remember. Yeah, but they got the... the they got the jury on board with this, right? The jury is vindictive as well. Cause it, like that's the most counts? crazy part to me is how, like if, if this decision was really made by the jury, the jury was just like, we're going to kick this motherfucker in the nuts. It wasn't just, they we're going to find him guilty. They found him. They found him guilty of all counts after five fucking hours. Yeah, man, it's, it, it's, it's bizarre. I, well, no, it's not bizarre. I think it is expected. I, I think that's my. It point. is a state of the non-player character of the average person that exists in New Hampshire. It is definitely a statement that says uh, what kind of people uh, the average person is in the state of New Hampshire. It's not average. I I I I, I don't know if it's average. Well, because. There's a, the, the, a selection process, and they really cherry pick the jur- like that fact that they, like nobody's going to be on this jury that owns Bitcoin. Well, you're selecting a group of people who are completely ignorant of how of what that is. Yeah, but even with well, that, no, the, the, even that, with that, that, is that exactly how about the, the live free or die portion? Sell, that is the difference between what they sell and what they deliver. Now, what they sell us is good. Okay, if you want to take a fucking survey, there are rules that you follow to get a survey yep. that doesn't suck. Okay, yep. a random selection. Mm. Okay, that's what they sold us. That's not what we got. That no, that's not what anybody ever gets. And in got. fact, uh, you know, uh, as... Well, they want an impartial jury, right? Y- yeah, and you, you it, can't it, get it, that. It seems, it, it seems that... Selecting on the basis of not owning Bitcoin does not provide you an impartial jury. Yeah. Well, I, I the, think that's obvious, right? Sure. But it, it is a statement that is reflective of society today. Like, as a self-proclaimed philosophical anarchist, I believe that the abolition of the institution known as the state uh, needs to go away because it is slavery. It's just slavery light. Uh, and so right. as an anarchist, if I needed any more convincing that the system is stacked against you and full of uh, things that need to be tossed out, uh, it is an unfair and archaic, barbaric uh, thing that not only sucks up your time, but sucks up your life as well uh, at its desire that it needs to go away. I see, like, there was no inkling of justice in this case. There was no, like, well, maybe they thought about it for a while. There was no nothing. It was just straight, here you go, eject, you're out. And that's why I brought up that case with Oregon, is that I think it may be too early. There's no social support for any kind of resistance in this fashion. Okay, hold on, hold on. So to get to touch back on that, because I had something I really, really wanted to say about that. So like, you know, when I find out that someone drove a tank through my friend's house, I, I want to eliminate them. Now, I have to realize that what I want to eliminate isn't the human being. It's the position. 
Right. I want to eliminate every Fed on earth. And I mean that because I want your office to cease to be. Right. There will no longer be a violence provider. Alternatively, is that elimination of yourself from that situation, I think, is of people like us is the best prospect that we have. And I hate it because I keep hearing people, oh, you want more liberty, you need to have more resources, like earn more money or whatever. Like the Cyprian. Play this crooked game and play it <laughs> the, the, better. Yeah. Well, wait, yeah, but you I, actually make the game twice as hard every time I win. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I have very little patience for it, but it seems to be the life or the reality that we are living in. And it's or a we play reality. a different game. And yeah, yeah. it but, sucks. It sucks to be the first over the wall. Like yep. that's what this is. If you are the first to Absolutely. break through God a defense, it. You, it. <laughs> you are going to get targeted. Yeah. That but, is a Fucking hundred percent. What we I'm are a flood, yes. and like the, the system, uh, statism, if you will, uh, is it's it's beginning to feel the effects of things like cryptocurrency, and it knows that it is a threat to its very existence, and so it is not mm. going to go quietly. No, the the expectation that you know, I mean, this can end peacefully, of course. But the the organization, the institution known as the state, or government as the world likes to call it, uh, as it's dying, it's going to buck a few times. This it's gonna, is the you kicking know, and screaming as we drag the banksters into literal oblivion. It's the Because beginning. there will not be a banker in the world we're making. Yeah, it, it's the beginning well, of the bucking. It's just the beginning. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't think that this is uh, going to be the last of this kind of a thing. No, We're going to continue sure to not. see more. We're going to see more people get fucking railroaded, lives fucking destroyed. And uh, I, I'm sad to say, but I think the state will resort to violence uh, to get its way as it you know, enters sort of the throes of its death. Yeah. I'm sorry to play the role of Mark here, but I think that the game, what he, he said, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, and I found that really offensive and yeah. insensitive. But um, I think there is a hint of truth there that there is a subtle, more subtle approach that I think needs to be taken, in my opinion, unsolicited, of course, that the, the, the nature of cryptocurrency in... Bitcoin being pseudo-anonymous and Monero being more anonymous mm. uh, is really the approach. I think that not having such a public-facing affront uh, uh, to the government is really the game that should be played, and it should be played in the shadows. But that's not really what Free Talk Live or the Shire Free Church is about. I understand that. Um, and it, Really, I love it. I, I love that it exists because it is a re, it, it, it's a manifestation of what we believe in a way that delegit that challenges the legitimacy of the state, which it doesn't well, have any. You said play stupid games, win stupid prizes. No, I didn't so, say well, that. No, 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 no. You 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 repeated Mark's saying. Yeah, he was paraphrasing and Mark. Okay, we've established that the court is a stupid game. And 
basically the stupid prize that we won is they have admitted that we are the author of money. That's a good is point. That, that is part of the permanent record that they keep, is that we are the author of money. Right, because if... What are we going to do with that? What, what can we do with that? Well... Create value and share it in the world. And just c- continue doing what we've been doing. Uh, I mean, like... That is to the, the advocate is for it. The, the technology allows for the literal creation of community. So if I want to make a fork off of Bitcoin that I just, okay, we, we've established this all happened, but we're going to have this thing over here mm-hmm. and here's the rules of our game. And this village operates by these rules. And so this village, yeah, it's not that we don't own Bitcoin, but we mostly, we, we use this over here. And these are our rules. Compl- and everyone has perfect, me, absolute, eternal access to this is the rule of our currency set. And since that's the rule I, of our currency set, that's the rule of our civilization. I, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I want. I, it's all right, I, Frank. I'm trying. I'm really, I'm really trying to like uh, see what you're saying here. I don't see how we're getting there with this because it seems like the oh, So, so for example, uh, say Kits and Nevitz uh, decided to use Bitcoin Cash. Now that puts them into a very specific tribe that extremely values the quick exchange of that currency at low cost. That values it over the anal retentive record keeping. Like they've they've created a hard coded people that there will be a permanent record of. And that's just the beginning. Yeah, but the state is saying, like, you can't operate in the way that you've been operating. Well, they may as well illegalize cellular respiration. Yeah, but they're not because the context is different. In their their mind, the context is different, rather. So... Yeah, they think that they can... They think they can literally legislate... A technology out of existence and there isn't actually yes. a way of doing that right and there is going to be bloodshed in the in in, in the inconsolable in uh, irreconcilable differences between what their understanding of reality is and the actual reality is how i understand it they are going to punish and us yeah until <laughs> we own them is, and I mean, like, literally until we give them their jobs and are paying their salary to be peaceful. I think, I mean, if I'm going to fast forward, uh, it really is going to, like, what we're really gunning for here is the complete collapse of the U.S. Federal Reserve note. I know. Yeah. I certainly right. would like to see that. Hey, uh, Frank, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate you. Thanks, and feel guys. free to call again, man. Uh, let's move on and let's go to, we've got Rob in Vermont. Rob, you're on Beard Talk Live. Hey. Hey, Rob. Hi. Merry Christmas, gentlemen, for, you know, what it is. Merry Christmas. Yeah. What it is. I, I, yeah. Merry isn't really the way I'm feeling these days. No. Uh, so what is it? Uh, I kind of uh, fell asleep towards the end of Free Talk Live and then I woke up at about... <laughs> 
you know, uh, 1230, I realized, oh, fuck, I'm missing Beer Talk Live. Nice, man. <laughs> I mean, not nice that, like, you felt, but, like, thanks for, you know, waking up and wanting to tune in. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I just got a few things to say. And, you know, I, uh, I mean, my, my, my fucking heart just aches right now. Yeah. And it has been yeah. for, you know, uh, about what the, the jury, you know, convicting, you know, Ian and, you know, I, I, I don't really know, try to understand a lot about how all of this, you know, shit happened or anything because, you know, it wasn't really any of my business, but still, you know, I just don't see where he did anything wrong at all. I've, no, I just don't see where anyone was harmed. Yeah, they, they even no. admitted that, that nobody was harmed. They admitted that there weren't any victims, including the banks, right? right. Uh, the real victims were the victims of the scammers. Right. Not They weren't victims of Ian Freeman providing a good or service at a reasonable rate, right? Right. I mean, I, I uh, have known Ian for, you know, since... You know, like 2006, 2007, you know, and uh, Ian is just, he, he's a wonderful human being. You know, him and Mark, you know, uh, I mean, I started listening to the show back then. And, you know, my uh, head was in a, a real strange place at that time, as you guys know. Yeah. You know, with my story. And... Uh, you know, in, in their own inevitable way, you know, just by me listening to them on Free Talk Live, it really opens my head up into, you know, what libertarianism is, you know, how different that it is from the left side and the right side. Right. It just kind of gave me, uh, like this, a light at the end of the tunnel that, hey, there's something down here that you you've never seen before and you might like this. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a little odd, a little fucking crazy. It can be, but it's something that's different that you ain't seen. Well, you know what it is, is consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But just something different that you've never seen. Well, okay. you've well, been I mean, paying attention I mean, to the left and the right, which are completely inconsistent all of the time. You know, I, I met peakless mountaineer, uh, a few years back, I didn't, I didn't know who he was, and but all I knew was that he was coming up this way, uh, you know, intending to go to New Hampshire. But he didn't have a place to go. You know, I I didn't know who the hell he was. Yeah. I was just told by Ian that, hey, this you know, good guy's cut. You know, it's a good guy. Don't know a whole lot about him, but he needs to, a place to stay for a while. I said, well, have him come here. And he did, and, and, and he's like this wonderful, warm giant, you know, because he, he's really Ho, 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 big. green giant. You know, and... Uh, Wait, wrong, ho, 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 it's Christmas, sorry, it my bad. It was, it was wonderful having him here, and hey, it was he's, wonderful you know, being you're there. such a, a... You bring a lot to these shows, because you really do, and you're very, very intelligent, and you bring a good force up into this area here and i wish that we could get more open-minded people like this you know and like i said this is i'm 
since I've been listening to this show and listening to Mark Ian, I've been hooked. You know? Well, I'm but glad you like it. I do want to make it's a comment on because I went over there. Hard enough to tell the truth and make it uh, go down with a spoonful of sugar. Mm. Go ahead, yeah. I, I went over to, you know, one day to go over and see, you know, this, you know, trial. And I got there uh, when they had, you know, they were selectively picking the jury. You yeah. know, uh, people came in. I don't know what was it. A hundred or so people. I can't remember that they had to pick through. And I sat in the back of this, of this you know, what looked like to me this elaborate church. Yep. And I watched, you know, into, you know, the people going, you know, in, you know, that were, you know, may or may not have been picked for jury. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could just see that, you know, the, all of those jury members, they were all no nonsense people from what I saw, mm. you know. And they were very serious about their duty. They, they were, yeah, you know, and because they're in church. Uh, well, I mean, it's, they were also, in my opinion, they're all people that have been conditioned, you know, because they're you know part of you know the what I call an evil empire. Yeah, and there is an evil empire in New Hampshire. There's one in Vermont. There's evil empires throughout this whole country. You know what you just know, dawned on me. Is, me? You know what just dawned on me is mm. how similar the setup of a court is to a funeral. Ooh, because if if you're not one of those uh, everyday or every Sunday kind of Christians, you don't really see the inside of the church much. But you see it at Easter and Christmas, and you sure do see it at a funeral. The pews. Oh, and fun fact. That particular court had a very subtle cross in the wall. And the very simple insignia of the back of the dollar bill, you know, the, the Phoenix. Oh, oh, sorry, not the Phoenix. Uh the, the the eagle. It was the eagle. Yeah, that's that's what the US is. It's the eagle. And don't you dare think about that capstoneless pyramid. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's they had a they had like uh, uh, before you get into the doors of each of the different courtrooms, they have these little areas where they have like I don't know if they're actual photos or sketches or sometimes you know both. Uh, but it'll be a picture of like either like a judge that has been through there, or they had one uh, where it had some like quote about it basically live free or die, right? Like right on it. Wow. Right. And, but like while you're in there and you're like. You're like, whoa, that's weird that they would have that that's here. That's disgusting. Uh, and, yeah, I'm paraphrasing it. It had some other quote that made you very feel like, oh, this guy was all about freedom, right? You know, mm. uh, a liberty quote. We will know, display kind of our General Stark. Yeah. See, we're all about freedom here where we put chains on you. And and the whole the whole bit with the judge, just just even the word judge. Right, like that guy is there to do that to you. You are there to be judged by that guy, right? Doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of you on that day. Only matters what that guy thinks of you that day. He's gonna judge you on that day. 
He will determine whether you see trial by your peers that he will make sure are selected it's correctly. Ridiculous. Like, who the fuck is this guy to judge me? Seriously. Fuck you. You've never walked a mile in my fucking shoes. I don't know you from Adam. You know? I, I literally have no idea who the fuck you are yeah. to judge my life, to judge my friends, to judge our world. But okay, there is a judgment that every human being can render. But he if was you go appointed, back to first principles. He was appointed by the holiest seat in all of the land, uh, the office of the president of the United States of America. The president of the United States of America appointed him judge over all men. Our supreme sort of master ruler falls upstairs. Uh, I guess which uh, which supreme master uh, appointed the judge in Ian's case, Rob? Do you know? I, you know, say that question again, please. Uh, what president appointed the judge Joe LaPlante in Ian's trial? Um, geez, I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Rhymes with gush. Oh, jeez. <laughs> J.W. Okay. Bush. Turns out yeah, this is just good. part of the war of terror. Wouldn't be prudent. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, so, I, 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 I don't know. I know, I, I know you guys going to want to go for a break here, but... Uh, well, we, are, we already had our break, so... Oh, okay, so we can keep going. Then. We can keep going. What else is on your okay. mind? Oh, okay. I'll try to hold up before I sink and go under. Uh, I'll I'll let you know when it's time for you to be done, so don't worry. Okay, great. I'll be the judge. Uh, oh, wait, that, that makes me sound horrible now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing a robe, though, and you're not in court, so I think it's a different uh, application. It is. It is a different application. Um, Yeah, I... I like I said, I, I'm really kind of lost for words, you know, in this whole trial thing. And, and you know, Sissy put on a, a phenomenal, you know, uh, a job. He did, he did fantastic. And he's, you know, you could just, I mean, just being in the presence of a guy like him is like, you can just feel the force within him. He's like a, a Jedi. <laughs> I well, I don't know about that because he certainly wasn't well, able I mean, to convince them that these were not the droids he was looking for. Well, yeah, I know, but just, but like I said, you could just see the jury, you know, and they were just no nonsense people, having no, they didn't have any fucking idea what cryptocurrency was or how to try to understand any of that. So rather than try to sift it out, fuck it, we'll just make them guilty. Yeah, I could see that. Like, it's disrespectful to themselves, I think, as people to have to have come to the conclusion they did as quickly as they did. They well, I, I mean, look, look what the fuck they did to me. Well, they okay. don't give a shit. Right. And so and so let me just double down on this. Uh, I, again, believe that there is no such thing as justice in the statist system known as the government of the United States of America. I also don't believe it exists in any other statist organization. So the whole concept of government, I think, is antique, barbaric, uh, and detrimental to mankind uh, and represents a form of slavery and thus should be abolished. Mm-hmm. I couldn't yeah, agree man. with you more. Yeah, it's, it, it really is very simple 
human beings on planet Earth will do one of two things. We will decide that we are done solving our problems by clubbing each other over the head. Or we'll just kill everyone. Yeah, like Now, if we choose to stop clubbing each other over the head, my God, the wonders that we are about to experience. Yeah. I mean, think for just a moment. We have very specifically had an absolute throttle on how we get around. No. Like, the world as it is, is run by oil. Yep. And oil yep. will have you absolutely not allowed to try any other form of A, energy, right. B, conveyance, or yep. C, health product. Now, mm-hmm. think for a second what marvels exist in the universe that we are about to discover because, oh, looks like you can just build an ion engine yeah. and see if it works. Yeah, we're actually due for probably several technological breakthroughs in the next 10 years several that are that are probably huge maybe not as huge as as cryptocurrency cryptocurrency is pretty fucking huge i Mm. it's gonna take a a, it's gonna take something else to top that but we'll see uh technology is supposed to begin moving uh at a faster clip because of the technology that preceded it right usually technology begets better faster more efficient technology in the future and so the pace of human innovation should take a real, I mean, it should be on a, a, an up ramp here right quick, right? So hopefully we could stop fucking killing each other long enough for us to really invent some kick-ass shit. Right. You know? Like we, yeah. we just, we, we basically solved world hunger. I mean, that, that, that just happened. Yeah. In between us finding new and innovative ways to murder each other. We, we actually solved the problem of hunger. Yeah, it's, a, it's Except for where we're murdering each other for solving it, of course. Right. There yeah. is always that. Yeah, it's it's just a distribution problem. There's already enough food produced to feed every human being on planet Earth and then some. So uh, how do we get it to them the most efficient way? Uh, it, of course, the market, right? S- however, some people don't want that. <laughs> You don't want to get food to every human being on planet Earth in the most efficient way, particularly using the market. Uh, they want to control it. They want to control how much food their geographic area gets. You what can't kind of feed food? people over here oh. unless or I'm you mad give at me you. some of your money. I'm mad at you, so therefore we're not going to accept uh, the ability to trade with your geographic area. Right? Like, come on, man. Get the fuck out of the way and let humans be humans. I'm talking to the government. It is mind-boggling to see them swallow a poison pill in the hopes that it will harm who they're looking at. Because that's what destroying trade is. Like, you literally rely on this to exist. You can choke it off, but you're insane to do so. Hey, Rob, I'm curious... uh so there were there were eight counts. What did you expect? What was your expectation? Did you feel like I, I was hoping that he was going to be, uh, you know, uh, found not guilty on all of them? Yeah, you know, and uh, I'm also thinking that you know, what about the motions that Mark <laughs> Sisti put in? Yeah, the judge still has to rule on that. I I don't know. Does know? he? Like I don't know how 
They're how, under consideration. I don't know forever. how how legal land works, right? Well, I mean, I don't uh, really know myself, but I mean, at but, this point, who makes the decision on how much time he gets? The I, jury or the judge? I have no clue. Oh, who makes the decision? Uh, on the motion. So, so, yeah, assuming that there is no successful appeal. just straight up appeal, ignored him. So there, there, okay, so there will be attempts to appeal, and if none of them are successful, then it is straight up up to the judge how hard to punish an innocent. Okay, so the judge, let's just say for sake of argument, he could just say, all right, yeah, the judge found him, uh, the jury found him guilty, you know, give him five years probation. Could he do that? Um, I don't know. I think there are uh, minimum sentences involved in some of the charges. There are minimums. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, much. I, because, uh, he's going to be going to a federal prison. That's, those are different laws and different rules than yep. state laws. Yep. You know, he's probably gonna, uh, uh, you know, probably, uh, you probably get a better good time than he would in the state prison. You know, probably get a little bit, you know, a little bit more in the federal. I mean, I don't know. I've never been there, so. But uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's something uh, fucked up about saying Mr. Freeman has no attachment to this state. Are you out of your mind? And now that we yeah. have proven our case, we are going to forcibly remove him from this state. Well, I, what, you I guess what I'm unimaginable really... fuckers. I guess what I'm really, really grateful for is that, you know, uh, they didn't get all of the guys, you know, one, you know, person continued on and, you know, wanted to finish this jury and see how it was going to be played out and he lost, but we didn't lose the other guys and thank, you know, thank I am, Christ I am for pleased that. with the number of survivors. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's such a pyrrhic victory. <laughs> like, uh, it's it's so backwards. It's more backwards than than uh, I can even fathom. Uh, Ian Freeman caught more scammers than the FBI. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ian Freeman returned money to at least one uh, witness's mother. Uh, who got scammed and, and Ian discovered it and went out of his way to work with the, the son of this lady and, and get her money back to her. That's that's more than the FBI did. Wouldn't that be a marvelous way of doing trials? To put the FBI and Ian Freeman both on trial and mm. say, okay, the FBI's job that you are paying them for is to catch scammers like this. Now... One of them caught scammers. <laughs> One of these things caught a fucking scammer. Yeah. <laughs> One of these things well, did and not. The, and the outcome is, oh, well, I guess I should fire the FBI. Yeah. The fucking jury wasn't listening when they said that, you know, about Ian, you know, returning the money and, and catching the scammers. They didn't hear that part. Oh, they heard it. They heard it loud and fucking clear. They just yeah. didn't give it a fuck. In one fucking ear and out the other. Yeah. Well, it's time for a product review on justice, honestly. Well. It is. It's time, it's, yeah, it's time for a rebuilding year. Broken, yeah. It's to open up that fucking broken criminal justice system 
and push some of these motherfuckers out. Yeah, it's, well, rebuilding years even is only, even a horrible thing only, to say because it should be abolished completely. Yeah, the only way yeah. that we can the only way that we can get around this is through it, and the 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 thing that we get through is creating systems outside of them. Like yeah. yep. justice yep. is a problem. Yep. We need to get through that problem, so we need to create our justice systems. Yeah. Uh, we need to create yeah. our money systems. Yep. We need to create our defense systems. Yep. That, that, that will, I will not be here when that goes on. That's going to take decades and decades. Well, it, maybe. It really won't. Like, the, the technology is already mapped out. It's probably just going to take a couple of like, uh, let's say, uh, gifted uh, whiz kids that are, you know, sort of antisocial, but also get hooked on freedom. Well, yeah. the the reason that the country survived its its infancy is because we had a system whereby individuals were responsible. And those responsible individuals would both judge matters and were part of the militia. Mm. The militia mm. being the defense of our stuff. I know that's not my farm, but I know it's his farm, right. so I yeah. will defend it. Yeah, It's really that simple. Yeah. You take care of your neighbors, they take care of you. Right. right. Scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Right. Now I'm not going to yep. put myself out defending your farm. I'm right. not going to starve myself trying to fight someone stealing your farm, but right. I'll do what I can. Right. It's really that simple. Rob, what else? Uh, I don't know. I don't really have much more to say other than, you know, I'm, you know, if he's listening, I'm real sorry. And, and I'm sorry. I couldn't, you know, be there for you. I just, you know, I've had vehicle problems and shit like that, but, I just want him to know that I'm really thinking about him and Bonnie and and what's happened. But, uh, you know, it ain't over with yet. No, it you certainly know? isn't. Well, hey, Rob, so, thanks for the call, man. Uh, consider the message relayed. We will make sure that it is heard. Have a great night. I, uh, I guess I'm done talking about the trial for the moment. It's It's still... On my mind, it's still, like, I hate that fucking building. I so hate the building. Uh, I had to go. I didn't have to. I chose to go in and out of that thing uh, daily for some number of days in a row. Uh, I think I missed, like, three days of the whole thing or two and a half days, I guess, because I was there for a half day. But whatever. Like, I didn't even know if I was going to try to attend, much less try and get to attend most of it. Uh, so I'm I'm glad that worked out the way that it did because... You know, like in a closing episode or closing uh, moments of, of South Park, I learned something today. <laughs> oh, yeah? And by today, I mean uh, over the course of this trial. And that is, uh, if anything, my uh, disdain for the institution known as government uh, was reinforced. Absolutely 100% reinforced. Like There's an old saying that you can get a jury to indict a ham sandwich. And it turns out they'll happily execute a ham sandwich. Because every trial is really a trial of the government. 
and people are scared shitless to admit that the government isn't actually helping them. Yeah. And until they can admit that the biggest bully on the playground isn't actually their friend, then they're not going to start saying, hey, here's the truth about what I'm looking at. And and sadly, it's, you know, people who recognize abuse, it's people who have been abused by the system, uh, mostly, who, who sort of come around to the ideas of freedom, or the non-aggression principle, uh, you know, things, that, even a philosophical concept of like what freedom is, even just to ask the question, what is freedom and do I have it? <laughs> right? Well, Ask you, those questions you, to yourself, listeners. You brought up what the, is freedom the and do I have it? absurdity of a five-hour contemplation. And it's like, holy shit, do you have any fucking clue what you're grappling with? Like, the first thing you should establish is, okay, what's real here? Okay, what's yeah. real? What's true? What are we doing? Well, start with definitions, right? That's that's kind of not a simple matter. Right. You actually have to start from first principles and determine I, I assure what you, they have just no idea. happened. They have no idea what first principles are yeah. or principles at all. They probably don't even know. They probably think principle is like the leader of the school. They have the wrong principle. They spell it but wrong. But it's just so much easier to trust the establishment to be perfect. Yeah. Well, you know what? For for this holiday, you know what I want? Mm. I want uh, I want all, all of the appeals to uh, be successful. I want more people to begin to use cryptocurrency. I want more people to begin to use gold backs. Uh, gold and silver, just, you know, uh, have some, have a little, you know, because uh, it, it, it's up to all of us to encourage others to be independent. And until you start thinking independently and working in an independent way, you are not going to gain independence. Uh, people, a lot of people, I'm sure, think, oh, I'm already independent. I again ask you, what is freedom and do you have it? Well, Hey, Santa Claus, here's, here's my one wish. I just want to be sure that no one's going to drop a nuke on anyone. That's it. That's, That's all. I just want us, I want everyone on earth to feel in the very core of them that we are certain that we don't want to eradicate our species. That would be nice. Uh, with that, we are at the end of episode 19. Holy shit. I think it's the first time I said that all, all evening. <laughs> uh, this has been episode 19. It is now Christmas Day. Yep. So Merry Christmas, Happy Merry Christmas, Christmas, Festivus for the rest of us, whatever the <laughs> fuck it is. Uh, I hope that your day. Solstice and all of that. It, yeah, your winter sol, whatever, whatever the fuck. I hope you got some time off work at least. You know, I hope you get to do something fun, uh, eat some food, celebrate your life a little bit. Remember, we are halfway through the dark. And I'm, once you're halfway in the forest, you're also halfway out. 
I'm going to take us out with uh, one of my favorite bands ever, Guar, G-W-A-R. This is uh, this song was actually put on one of those square records that you could get, like off the back of a cereal box, way back in the day, before before CDs, before cassettes, that kind of a thing. Uh, it, it was a, a fan club special, so they just sent this square, uh, flimsy ass record out that you could put on a turntable. This song is one of my favorite holiday songs. It's called Stripper Christmas Summer Weekend. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Beard Talk Live. Peace. Peace.